Madam X, a tangent. I'm Adam. I'm Tim Jen. Jen over here. Uh, we got Joel Cole as per hey. usual, Thank and you. our guest today, Charles. 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 Charles Eights. Thank you very much for having me, guys. Thanks for being here. Now uh, we we met Charles at uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm-hmm. which uh, we talked about on the last episode. Actually, we just come back oh, from yeah. it. Yes, the oh, Newarks. Nice. The Norton over in Santa Monica. Uh, how long has that been going on? Oh, damn. You like, just like started out like the first question right there <laughs> that I don't have an answer for. I'm no, sorry. Right? <laughs> I've been I've been over over at the New Art for what, about eight years now since we moved down to Los Angeles. Eight okay. years ago. Wow. Uh, so I hear that they've been doing it longer. Actually, no. Wait a minute. I do actually know this answer. It's been 30 years. Wow. They just oh. had their anniversary. Okay. I was not there, so that's why I do not remember it. Yeah, because I used to go to that back when I was in high school, so that's, that's about at least 10 years Fifteen. Oh my God! <laughs> and just to, be, just to clarify, that's the one like Santa Monica and Sawtell, like right at that yes. corner. Yeah, yeah. The get off the four hundred five, and there's that nice right fancy there. theater right there. And yeah, oof, uh, thirty years. That's how old I am. Oh, mm-hmm. that's right. Look at you. Yeah, just as old as that theater. Yeah, or the at least the Rocky Horror Show. So in theory, yeah. you could have been conceived at a Rocky Horror Picture <laughs> Show. At that theater. <coughs> you know what? If you knew my mother, <laughs> that wouldn't be far-fetched. Rocky Horror Picture Show came out in 1975. So oh. if we need like a little marker yeah. of... Oh, wow. Mm. So 43 years. Wow. Well, quit that. <laughs> Damn. Hey, you know, I, I just I was, started. I'm still trying That's to carry why. the one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so how, how did you get... Well, we'll get to that. No. Where, where did you come from? I came from the Bay Area, okay. San Jose, nice. just around the corner from Santa Cruz. Oh, ah, uh, all right. Bay Area. Mm-hmm. Cheers to the Bay Area. Cheers. SoCal. SoCal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. So from the Bay Area, uh, how long were you there? Well, I was born and raised up in the Bay Area. Okay. I did not do a lot of traveling. Um, just, uh, yeah, did not go far anywhere uh and then uh, met a young lady who had traveled around the world and uh we met we fell in love and she said that's it i want to move to los angeles i want to reinvent myself okay you can come with me or not i'm like oh oh okay, like, oh. Well, okay. well yeah i love you too let's let's move to los angeles <laughs> to be fair we were only dating for about three months at that point but uh i was <laughs> wow three months yeah we, we, we just together. jumped right in there how old okay. were you I am older. How old was I? Oh, damn it. Now you're going to ex- expect me to do math here now, too? Let's see. Uh, 45 minus uh, 8. That would be... Oh, uh, crap. 37. Uh, thank you. All right. So I was about 37 years old at the time. All right. Yeah. Still the pressure. <laughs> You're 37 years old at the time? I was 37 years old at the okay. time. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. I, I was thinking you're like 18 and doing this kind of thing, not... 37 and well, dating for three months and then that's changing the, your whole life. I try not to be rude. I fail sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. 
Well, so what, what were you doing up to, the, up to this point over in uh, the Santa Cruz area? Well, uh, in San Jose. San Jose, uh, sorry. Yeah, so it's all technically driven up there. You know, okay. Google Land now, mm-hmm. Yahoo, and, and Memorex. Memorex is still a thing, by the way, at Silicon Valley. And so it was not, I would have to say, it was not like a very terribly exciting place. Not compared to Los Angeles. I was a fabricator. I built boxes for Apple and, uh, you know, medical boxes. It was just big display cases. That's what I do. Like that thing over there and whatnot. Yeah, housing the uh, banana caster. Yeah, Yeah, in the corner of the bar over there. Right over there. That's how we're broadcasting from the bar. It's the banana caster. We've got to protect that banana caster at this bar. You know? Yeah. Like, right, hey, buddy, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, move along. Yeah. Don't put your drink by the banana caster. It's not an actual banana, mm-hmm. Dick. Move along. <laughs> you inspected uh, it, didn't you? What? You inspected to see if it was a real banana? No. Yeah. <laughs> got you excited, didn't it? A little bit. But, you know, it was, I would have to say, it was like my life was not terribly exciting. I got up, I would go to work, I would build a box. I would, on the weekend, go to Rocky Horror Picture Show nice. and then leave. So people would ask, how was your day today? And I'm like, I don't know. It was like any other day. I, I went to work, you know, I built the box, yeah. <laughs> uh, played some video games with my brother, and I went home, you know. I, I don't know, you know. It's like, it's my regular old day. Yeah, it was a different day. Yeah, we moved down to Los Angeles, and uh, it's a different world, a completely different world down <laughs> here. And I feel like I've kind of acclimated a bit. You know, I do have my regular daily routine. And people ask me, it was like, hey, you know, how's your day going? I was like, I don't know. It's like any other day. You know, <laughs> I, I got up. They'd shut down the freeway because they were <laughs> filming their next Fast and Furious movie. And, you know, I went into the office and, uh, you know, there was that guy from Third Rock from the Sun was in there oh. again. And, <laughs> you know, and then I went off into, you know, got to the grocery store and, you know, bumped into Brad Pitt, you know. and <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it's quite a day. It was quite a different day than uh, getting up to make a box. And the weird thing is, is that that is all true. That's <laughs> And then other people were sitting there going, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, same thing happened to me. You know, no, right. nothing exciting. I got stuck in the same traffic accident as you, you know. Yeah. See, I was at the Whole Foods. That's where I saw Tom Cruise. The only difference from your story. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's something I noticed from that story. So um, RHPS, uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show is what oh. that's oh, about. Wow. So RHPS was part of your life uh, way back way, before you moved down here. Way back in the day. Started doing Rocky Horror in 1996. Oh, wow. Wow, the 1900s. Yes, yes. <laughs> Way back last century. Huh? Yeah. I really actually, I like the idea that I was born in one century and I will die in another one. I like that idea. Uh, yeah, that's nice. It's like, oh, the poor people who only lived in one century, those poor people. Yeah. I know. I, on the other hand, <laughs> I lived in two centuries. Thank you. Uh, Is that what but I started doing record with my best friend in the whole wide world, Ed Reed. You know, you know shout out to the best oh. friends in the whole wide world, right. Ed Reed. Sure. Ed Reed, man. He started doing Rocky Horror Picture Show, and he comes up to me and he goes, Charles, 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 you have to come out to this thing. It's called the Rocky Horror Picture Show. It is crazy. It is fantastic. It is, it, I can't describe it. You have to come out. Okay. Well, all right. Well, I got to go. I, had you seen the movie at this no, point? No, no, I had not seen it. Okay. And so I go to the movie, and I sit down, and I watch everything that's going on. And I think to myself, this is the stupidest thing <laughs> I have ever seen in my life. And so at the end of it, my best friend in the whole wide world, Ed, he, he's just like, so what'd you think of it? You know, wasn't it great? And I was like, no, this was, no, I'm never coming back to this again. He goes, what have you done to me? Our friendship is great. <laughs> what did you spend the watch? Yeah. And he goes, it, it grows on you. It, it, you know what? Just come back. Come back. Wow. 
I'm like, you know what? You know, he's my best friend. You know, he loves doing this thing. You know, we, he was in it. Uh, no, no, he okay. was he was uh, an audience member at the okay. time. And, and that was your first time ever watching the movie, too. Yeah, so that was the first time I ever watched <laughs> the movie. That's quite the introduction mm-hmm. to the movie. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I, the thing was is that I watched the movie. I wasn't watching everything that was going on. Oh, okay. Right. And okay. so, you know, it's like, oh, you got it's a full experience. Yes. Like, all right. So I dressed up in a really, really crazy outfit. Okay. And I go back and it's like, nope, nope, I'm sorry. This is... Still not? This is just... <laughs> Horribly time wasting and stupid. Okay. I, I can't do this. And he goes, but just come back one one more week. Wow. One more, just come back one more week, and it's like a and it, it grows on you. It grows on you. <laughs> yeah, this time he actually has joined cast, and he is now Brad Majors. Okay. And so now I am watching my best friend, and, and I'm seeing him in the lingerie, and I'm seeing you know all this, this stuff going on. I'm like, you know what? I'm sorry. This is just not my world. I'm sorry. I, I don't want to do this. And he turns to me. He goes, Charles, I don't understand. What is it about a bunch of people running around in their underwear that you don't like? Huh. <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> what do you frame it that way? It, it was like, you know what? Maybe I should come back. <laughs> so I started coming back, and about like about two months or so later, <laughs> and it was nice. You know, like oh, okay, I like oh, okay. the scenery. This is looking really good. I see. But you know, I'm I'm sorry. This is not really for me. And he goes, well, you know, the thing is, is that you're an audience member. What you really need to do is you need to join the cast. Wow. That's and, a big and, leap for somebody that's not even really enjoying the whole experience. Right. <laughs> yeah. Is this guy now a master negotiator right. in, like, in Washington yeah. or yeah. Car, like the lobbyist. best car salesman in a, the world? A little, or like, because, wow. A little backstory. Uh, my best friend in the whole wide world, Ed Reed, he is a nuclear physicist. Oh. Wow. Who is so married. smart, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, by conventional standards. Runs around in his underwear for yes. Rocky Okay. He is also married to an Olympic judo wrestling champion. Oh. Slash nuclear physicist. What? Yes. The world. They're going to make super babies. <laughs> oh, my God. That is like... Yes, the world is in good hands. Once they have kids, that's it. It's <laughs> like my dream wife. <laughs> wow. She can outsmart you and kick your ass. <laughs> I like the gymnastics part of, uh, part of it. Like, wow. That's all she heard. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, 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 yeah. Gymnastics went? Yeah. yeah um, Side note with the Rocky Horror <laughs> thing. That's, cool. that's what I heard. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my, 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 my friend Ed and, uh, and his wife Rosie, uh, one little, little side story about, about Rocky Horror okay. is that we all go to the Rocky. Now, I've been doing Rocky Horror for several years now. Um, we're all on cast. Uh, Rosie is more, she, she, she'll just sit and watch the show. And uh, we do like to drink our alcohol I noticed on that last, occasion. I noticed that the last time. It, it, Seems to just you know it's like oh well it's like oh no no oh, right. I think that's yeah. the only reason you agreed to do the show yeah. is because it's a place in a bar. That was actually a really nice thing. I was just like you know I was like mm, I don't know maybe on oh booze well no. all right okay. I was like I don't have to pay for that oh, all right oh, let's well, I think I'll join the cast as well then. So we were doing a fourth of, fourth of July show. And at the end of the show, the, the audience is leaving, and the cast is just milling around on the stage. And uh, there's, we've been drinking, like you do. Of course. And Ed and Rosie and I were just kind of like talking with people. And Rosie, she is an Olympic judo wrestling right. champion. And I'm also a martial arts instructor as well. And right. she just, she's just kind of like looking at me. Right. And she, she gives me this look. Uh-oh. And this look immediately translates into my mind. And I think to myself, oh, I know what's about to happen. And she just grabs me and throws me. 
<laughs> Across oh, the stage. I love her. <laughs> I mean, no warning, no nothing. She just looked at me and she's like, Whoa! Just, Damn, she's amazing. Second roll, then, and everybody's like, "Oh my gosh, that was such a wonderful performance! I had such a great time. You were great. You were so. What just happened?" <laughs> As a side question, uh, what was your discipline of martial arts? I studied in Bujinkan Ninja Two. Okay, so I don't. I was in, just because the ones I'm familiar with that have to do with like momentum, like Kenpo, Aikido, stuff like that. Maybe you would have handled the throw like that goes in with your discipline. But I'm not too familiar with the ones you mentioned. Is that and entail you learning how to just take a throw? Like, yeah, from yeah. A, oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. So uh, yeah, luckily enough, I knew exactly how okay. to just plain roll. Okay, That's good. And well, then you get I tossed around by a gymnastic yeah. physicist or and and then I just I just whatever. like I got back up and just walked. Back over with my drink and got back into the conversation like nothing had happened. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. I would love to be a spectator. That just <laughs> <laughs> walked back over. Yeah. What? Drink didn't spill. Did you, did you guys all see that? Uh, that guy just threw that girl. Was still talking to? Yeah. He threw her. She threw him. You know, they're, they're, they're hanging out, having a good time. He was on the floor a second ago. You <laughs> didn't see this. Nobody saw this. You know, after that show we saw, though, I don't think that would have been so out of the norm. I don't think I would have been like, okay. oh, that was weird. There's so many weird things going on at that show. True, true. Yeah. And then I was watching you. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, literally, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I, I was... I was Getting there. back to the drinking <laughs> as long you were, yes. It was a special night. Now, yes. you guys prepared for the show, so you watched it. Clearly, you, you showed up in costume. Yes. yes. I was... Which we I got need to really put a picture, either. right, at some point, because right. I saw it last show. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. It was, yes. it was a good one. I was kind of proud of myself. I came up with it last last second, too. Really? Yeah. Because it really stood out. I mean, that's a really nice Brad outfit that you had. Thank you. Right. I didn't want to, like, go for the really extreme, like, slutty costumes that I've mm-hmm. seen at Rocky Horror before, because I feel like everybody does that. And they so don't stand out. I, like, yeah, right? I mean, I can only see so many people's asses in fishnets and whatever. Like, wow. Like, some of them are so outrageous. I long out. for a bustle and corset. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you know, show me a little bit of ankle. That's all I need. All of this. But, you know, I wanted yeah. to go for, like, the... Do you guys know what Disney bounding is? Yes. Okay. So, no, no. Explain no. for the people. Yeah, that so, yeah, for the audience that doesn't know, obviously. We, for the whole uh, bar? Okay. No, we all know. Um, well, Disney bounding is like when you dress up like a character, but you don't really dress up in like their costume or whatever. So if you're going to be, let's say, I don't know, Pino- like Pinocchio. Okay. Like you, you just wear like Pinocchio's color, like colors and... Oh, yes. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes, I or have like if you're going to be Dumbo, it's not that you have like a big elephant nose. You just wear like gray and I think it's red and yellow for his hat. And yeah. You, you just kind of have like this similar qualities. It, it's as if they took the character and magic wanded them, now you're a human. Right. What would you look like as a human version so what, of this? What's the difference between a bounded Pac-Man and a bounded Pikachu? So he was like, I'm lightning just wearing a big yellow shirt. Yeah. yeah. What's that? I'm sorry. Yeah, lightning bolt. Little. Oh, okay. Or, or walking around with Tic Tacs that are white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they do like that. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just sitting there, just popping those. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not like you're wearing like a mask or anything. So it's like, very yeah, it's like a very big just right. Yeah, the, the very boundaries of a character. If you actually yes. wear a costume, you'd get in trouble. So they're just like, "What? Well, I want to wear a costume." Yeah, yeah. So you wear like their little their colors. Yeah, it, yeah. It's like an insider type of thing where you walk around like you just give the nod as you pass by it and what you're doing. Well, what <laughs> yeah, yeah. Character development and animation, they'll do that with just like a color scheme. It'll be like these are the three or four colors that this character has in them, and it'll have like that color scheme. So okay. I've seen that before. So maybe that's kind of what it's kind of. 
Yeah, because so, you can't do that at Disneyland. You can't dress up at all, right? They, they, I mean, I see kids dressed up there. I think it's yeah, past a yeah. certain age. You, you can't turn have. a kid around. You get out here with your dress. I mean, you can be the parent that pays an boy. arm and a leg be there, but you can't dress up. Right, yeah. Okay. Kind of like Yeah, I bet Disney would be real happy about that 45-minute 45-year-old man just walking around as Peter Pan. It's like, you want to get a picture with me? Yeah. <laughs> Come over here. All right. Five dollars. Uh, here. Let me sprinkle this on you. <laughs> Tic Tac? <laughs> you know, I don't think they can afford Disneyland, these types of degenerates we're talking about. Maybe they can. Well, they... Oh, never mind. I was going to go real dark. Let's move on. Okay, then. So, so the Disney is a thing. Yeah, the Disney so mounting, and that came into play. So, and right. I'm just saying, like, my Rocky Horror outfit was just... Oh, yes. It was Brad... It was Brad-esque. Like, it wasn't like I had a whole, like, costume. It was just... I got a similar shirt to some... Well, he wore, like, a shirt that has a collar, then was, a vest, and then... It was the same shirt. A jacket. It was basically the same everything. It was almost the same everything. It was everything. Yeah, yeah. too, though, right? You, you even printed out the, uh, the I logo. Did. I know. Yeah. That was, like, the full-on logo and everything. Yes. Last minute, I, 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 like, Googled what the logo was. I was like, I know he had a patch on there, and then I printed it out. And I, I you're, like, secretly proud. Sure. You're like, I when, Dude, I know. I was, like, I was, I was really proud. When really I was Brad, when I was Brad, I never had, like, a little patch. I went out to the Goodwill. I was lucky That's enough to find a sweater vest. It wasn't even the same color. I was like, ah, it's fine. It's Rocky Hart. <laughs> They'll all be drunk. A little members-only jacket. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Look fine. I'm Brad. I was like, oh, I'm disturbed. Oh, I'm shocked. And then that was it. And then I really like it when, when the... Uh, when the audience participants, when they show up and they put a lot of effort in their costume, it really makes them stand out. And as well you know, is that we will choose random people in the audience to just come up onto the stage for a little quick thing. Yeah. And uh, as I, the criminologist, yeah. I get the last line. So I get to choose somebody to hold the globe for me. And I like to choose people who, who like stand out and clearly want to be there and, yeah. and so forth. And so, yeah, it's just like, you know, I was looking around, looking see, and I was like, I was like, whoa. Like, oh, nice costume. Yeah. Um, it was funny because when you uh, when oh. you did come up to me to like ask me to hold the globe. Right. Okay. Well, it, was, it was so late at night. And I'm from Orange. <laughs> like I traveled far, drank with with <laughs> this shit show, and uh, I don't know what you're talking about. And you I know, don't know. By the time we got through the whole thing of Rocky Horror, I was exhausted, and I knew in the beginning, like you guys said, if we catch anybody falling asleep, I think you're gonna like put dicks on their face or yep. something. And I was like, God, I haven't had a dick on my face. Before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Can we get a, a sound bite of that, please? Just cut that out. That is an awesome. That's a new promo for the but, podcast. Um, when you like, it was the last like ten minutes of the show or something, and I was just like. Like, Adam and his girlfriend were sitting next to me, and I didn't want them to see that I was falling asleep, so I went like this. And then all of a sudden, you're talking, and I'm like, like, oh, And I go, okay. <laughs> Just get it right to the little thing right there. Oh, hi. Hi, you're awake, after all. I totally thought you were pulling a prank on me or something, because I was like, oh, my God. He asked me to go, go and hold the globe. He totally saw me sleeping. He's going to, like, embarrass me in front of everybody right now. And I'm not going to, I just don't, I wasn't in the mood. But then I actually did hold the globe. I was like, oh, this is fun. <laughs> I actually have a picture of that, which yeah. will uh, be posted right here as well. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. I, I right did it to myself now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I like to make extra work for him. Yeah. This is all post-production work that I'll do. Well, I'm really glad that you had a good time. I did. Mm-hmm. And I was really happy not to wake up with a dick on my face. <laughs> Thank you. Any day that you wake up without a dick on your face is a good day, That's my right. boy. Yes. <laughs> uh, there you go.
Uh, so, Charles, you said eight years ago you came to L.A. How long after you moved to L.A. did you get involved with RHPS yourself? I really tried to leave. <laughs> I, <laughs> you tried to leave behind you? I was like, that's thing. it. I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. And, uh, I mean, obviously, Rocky Horror, it, it did. Yeah, it, it, it's just like, I just I tried to get away. Yes. Just tried. It did, of course, grow on me, and okay. uh, you meet wonderful people, you make really good friends, and you have a really good time, and it becomes like your routine. Um, however, you, you get older, you get crankier. Uh, <laughs> you, yeah. uh, the you, cast is pretty young, it seems like. Yeah, and, like and that's, that's always going to happen. You're always right. going to have you know, like, a, yeah. like a cycle through the next generation. It's, it, the, it's like a decathlon type of thing. Mm-hmm. It was one crowd... Exits. Yeah. Pass the baton. Now here's the younger crowd taking over for them. Thank you for explaining that so well. Yes. We're we're kind of seeing that going on right now. You know, like uh, a a lot of us, uh, quote unquote, old timers, we're kind of retiring. We just had uh, one of our our really good Trixies, Jesse. He had his retirement. And he he was playing Rocky that night, right? Uh, That was actually uh, Trixie. Uh, Oh, oh, um, was he playing? Okay. Yeah, that was the when we Rocky. went. It was Rocky's last night. Whoever yeah. was playing Rocky. Right. He was great. Oh, yeah, that was Chris. Chris yeah. Carrillo, wonderful guy. Okay. Oh, he was and, great. I mm-hmm. loved it. So good. Yeah, he, so funny. His quote unquote last night. He came back <laughs> to perform as Rocky because Jesse asked him. You know, it's like this is my last night. I want you to come back. Oh, I see. And and so uh, so so we had uh, so all of us. You know, we're kind of like you know we're moving on. And I'm seeing like the young people. They're they're taking over. And I I think it's really cool. To watch what they're saying. It's like, well, okay, this is going to be our show now. We're we're going to make it our thing. We're going to mm-hmm. make it, you know, a place for us. Uh, and uh, there's there's kind of like a part of me that kind of says, well, this is not my world anymore. It should be for you guys now. Okay. And so I think that I should I should retire as well. It's it's time for me to move on. Uh, and fine. actually, yeah, I know. It's like actually that the, there's this like, no, everybody else is retiring. You're not allowed to retire. Right, Stop yeah. it. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, you know. So as long as I don't become the creepy old guy that's like, you know, I was like, hey, you know. Well, okay, so Charles, I think this is probably a good segue for me to bring up this question then. He said you want to make this a group for us and you don't want to be the creepy old guy. So as someone that has never seen Rocky Horror Picture uh, Show um, and at risk of being a creepy old guy myself mm-hmm. if I'm going for the first time, uh, and especially he said this newer crowd's coming in and all that, how would you suggest, what's the best way for someone like myself that loves film and, you know, the different uh, cult classics and the, that have great fan bases, do I watch the movie first? Do I jump into the deep end like you did without seeing it first and just go to an experience? Do I go with some friends that have seen it before? You put on or a pair do of I just, and you Do I just show. hide by myself and just like, oh, is this what goes on? And like, just try to like... Uh, yeah, because that's not creepy. <laughs> <laughs> you need a trench coat and dark sunglasses. Right. And that's that's here. Nose and a mustache, but yeah. Oh, there you go. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer. All Thank of the you. above. There you go. Uh, when you go over to the new one, and actually every time that I've ever gone to see any any cast perform, uh, the audience is all over the place. The first time, this was that first night that I went to Rocky Horror, there was a mom who showed up in hot pants and like a little halter top with her seven-year-old daughter. Oh, oh no. Man. No, no, no. That's too young for that <laughs> show. I saw so many boobs that night. I'm not complaining, but if what? there's a seven-year-old, that's that? terrible. It, oh, 
I showed you the chick with the pasties. Well, they're like midnight oh, shows okay. too, right? Yeah. So yeah. a seven-year-old kid already, and like yes. But <laughs> also, you know, there, there's so there's I've been to like the quote-unquote like PC-friendly like eight o'clock shows and so mm-hmm. forth, where they kind of like like Is try to make thing? it more family-friendly because it's been around since 1975. And when I you saw watch, it when I was young. Uh, My brother showed it to me. Oh yeah. And there's a lot of people who have stories about it. it's like, oh, I met Harry at the show, and we've been together for 15 years. Now, like our kids are getting into it, and it's like. It's a family thing. That's, I mean, like... Bonding over a show based on transvestites from... From outer space that, you know, like murder and eat people. It's, you know... It's fine. It's fine. I don't know. They make action figures out of it. So, yeah. so uh, I I watch the movie first yeah. or just jump in? Well, we it the way you explained it, it's kind of like a Reese's. There's no wrong way to eat. Yeah, yeah there's no way to go. And, and when you go to the show... And you see the audience members. I mean, the audience members are all over the place. You know, the young and old, and, and you yeah. know, large groups and whatever. And for the new art, every now and then you will see like a random celebrity that's decided to have their birthday party or their bachelor party oh, there or nice. whatever. And uh, so we, we've, I sadly never recognize anyone. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm always going to be Brad Pitt that one time and exp- the. Uh, so Brad Pitt, <laughs> segue no off of this story. So so Brad Pitt. So now I work in a little office. You don't really expect, you know, celebrities to come walking in. And uh, I sell raw materials to special effects companies. Okay. So okay. it's not, on the surface, it does not seem like that really big of a you know you know you, you walk in and say hey I need a block a chunk of X. I'm like all right here you go. And, and that's it. That's my job. Yeah. And then one day, this guy walks in, and I'm, like, looking at him, and he seems to be milling around. And uh, I was like, okay. If he needs help, you know, I'll, I'll uh, you know, ask him if he needs help. And he walks over, and he's like, hey, so uh, I was uh, wondering if I could uh, uh, talk to somebody about some plastics, if I could. And I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I've seen this guy somewhere. Where do I know this guy? I'm like, man, you know what? He's a dead ringer for Brad Pitt. <laughs> but but in Los Angeles, you know, like you could be a lookalike, you know, you yeah. could be right. a, a double or something like that. Yeah, so he's I, a stand-in. Yeah, yeah, he's a stand-in. Yeah. I was just like, you know, that's clearly what he does. Man, he even sounds like Brad Pitt. And, and, that could and, be a stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got closer and he even smells like Brad Pitt. <laughs> and, and so, you know, he's, he's constantly like, like moving and he has these arm tattoos. And I'm talking to him. And I just go to my, my computer and I just, <laughs> I, just, I just type in Brad Pitt arm <laughs> tattoos. <laughs> Brad Pitt is in my office. Okay, and. <laughs> What do you what do, do at that point? Why his own materials? <laughs> yeah, you, you should have a guy for that. <laughs> right? I don't know. He, actually, he was... Uh, I just want to get away from the wife you're, and all you're the right. That's not the question you asked. What are you doing here? That's you know, <laughs> yeah. a bad question. Bad sales technique. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I just asked him to hit me as hard as he could. Yes. No, actually, he, he was he was sent in to uh, he was referred to another uh, another person in the office. So I was like, oh, okay, well, you needed to, to talk to so and so. I'm like, okay, and then we all have to pretend that nothing is going on. So you're just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm just just doing your 
office things, you know. <laughs> Brad Pitt. I feel like my inner monologue would start becoming outer monologue. <laughs> I'd just be like, be calm, be cool, dude, be cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, am I singing aloud? Oh, God. Uh, I think people that live in L.A. get used to it at some point. And what was interesting, one of our friends said that, because he lives in L.A. and he'll run into celebrities from time to time, and it's kind of interesting because he's like, you have this like familiarity with them. You like as if you have all this trust in them because you know them, but you don't really know them. Mm. So it's like yeah. you, you feel close to them, but they're still a stranger. And, I, and it's just a very odd feeling. I'm like, oh, I could see that. After about like eight years of being down here, I've kind of slowly but surely kind of gone you know, native. I guess okay. <laughs> acclimated, acclimated okay. to to the uh, to to the world. Because when we first moved down here, and uh, my wife, she, she was like, hey, "Hey, look, look, it's it's so and so from so and so movie." I'm like, "Huh? What? Oh, oh, I'm gonna walk over there, ask for his autograph." It's like, "No, no, 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 don't do that. No, you, no, no, no. You know, they're just, just out, you know, buying groceries." I'm like. Screw that. That's part of their job. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're celebrities, you yeah. know? They're, they're going to get, yeah. It's just like I'll walk up, I ask for an autograph, I, I get a picture with them. That's my part of my job. That's what I do. Yeah. You don't get you a know? clock out from being a celebrity. Yeah. What? I don't do that to regular people. And I don't walk up to ask, I don't ask for your autograph. People don't walk up and ask for my autograph. No, that's part of his job. Sometimes if he didn't it want it. Sometimes it happens. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you get a very friendly <laughs> hug from but, some of your fans. Yeah. But, yeah. At the Rat Pack Nation gathering, so yes. people do ask for... Or they, they ask for a little autograph from after her derby thing. Oh, you know what? I have more and more fans lately. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're, like an, some, you're an animal. Some I'm one right here. saw me, like, I went to this party, and um, some of the girls were from another team, and they were saying, like, oh, yeah, I Facebook stalked you, and I went on Instagram and looked at you, and, oh, you know, you have a little fan club here. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I better keep doing derby, otherwise I'm a nobody. <laughs> I, like, I like how... They can say it was like, oh, I've been stalking you. Oh, I know. It's so acceptable now. I'm like, oh, okay. And then one girl uh, started liking my stuff that night. I'm like, okay. Like, I was on my way home and I see that she liked things on Instagram. I'm like, Facebook stalking me again. Okay. I'm up to seven stalkers myself. How many stalkers do you have? Like, yeah. <laughs> Currently zero, but I have had mine in the past. But let me just ask. Oh, I stopped counting. Double, oh, yeah. I just okay. stopped. Once you got into the triple digits, why bother? <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on. at this point, they're just assume everybody that follows me on Instagram <laughs> at this point. Okay. <laughs> That's just a safe yes. bet. But That's Jen. Different story because you're like, uh, well, she said she said, you know, uh, Facebook stalked me, and that that's okay. Whatever. That's how I said it. Really, that was my that was my Jen impression. <laughs> I'm working on it. It's uh, there's a little bit of enunciation difference. I get it. You're a little uh, lower in your chair. But if it was a 60 year old dude that came up and was like, yeah, I, I Facebook stalked you, you would, I don't think you'd be as cool with it. Um, I mean. People are weird. Guys are weird. It's not like something We're similar weird. like that yeah. happened. <laughs> there, there was there was a fundraiser where you had a guy. There was a uh, there was like you were selling raffle tickets or whatnot. Was that the guy that gave me three hundred bucks? Three hundred dollars. <laughs> I was like, I'm gay. I, I I put it out there to him like I'm gay, but if you want to keep giving me your money for raffle tickets, that's perfectly acceptable. But what I'm thinking, <laughs> what I was like, yeah, just so, the random act creepy. tangent that I was going this it's, it's with there is that I, with the different stalkers I have had, they've all been female. They're, they're non-threatening. It's kind of nice. It's a little bit flattering. But if a dude is a stalker, it's automatically like, oh, what's the danger level here? Just, you know. Yeah. 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 But the then I just whip here? this out. You know, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. I see why you're not scared. Okay. Let's <laughs> 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 go away. 
No, I gotta see that again. Look at this. This is serious guns there. Yeah. Damn. Jen, are you kidding? Yeah. You know, I play roller derby. Yeah, <laughs> you never mentioned that before. I know. It's not like I mention it every single right. episode here, but yeah. whatever. So anyway, Brad Pitt was uh, trying to buy raw materials. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> the most exciting thing about that was that Brad Pitt was there. I mean, like, yeah. I, I, yeah, that's that's, that's all enough. I got. That's, 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 that. that's enough for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's. He came in. He, we we, we talked about. Huh? I love Brad Pitt. Hmm? He's good. Fight are like a top five of my top favorite movies. Okay, is it Bruce Willis at the top and then Brad Pitt? Um, he has mm. posters of Bruce Willis in his house. I I can get behind that. I mean, it's Bruce Willis after all. Right. Yeah, no, right. it'd be nice to get behind it. Hmm? Well, you know what? You know why? What's the best Christmas movie ever made? Die Hard. I saw Bruce exactly. Willis. Exactly. Yeah. Anyone that says otherwise <laughs> is bullshitting you. It's not uh, Elf. He it's always, not the Santa Claus. I'm glad I didn't see that there before Christmas. <laughs> he only dresses up as Die Hard every single Christmas. <laughs> every time we have an ugly sweater party, boom. You know it's John McClane, right? It's not, his name's not Die Hard. That's fine. It's Whatever. Whatever. Okay. You know what? I'm a girl, so I can get away with it. <laughs> fine. I'm not. You saw the it was an easy costume to put together. He dressed up as you know, like Nakatomi Plaza. A torn up uh, wife beater and then, you yeah, know. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, it's, no. She's actually correct. It's Die Hard that I go as because it's, it's the, uh, I think his name is Carl. Carl oh, uh, uh, in the elevator, and now I have a machine gun, ho, 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 <laughs> with, the, with, the, with the Santa cap. That's what I dress up as. So I'm not dressed up as Bruce Willis. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Okay. It's an ugly, ugly sweater Christmas party. It's an ugly sweater. Right. And every year it gets uglier and uglier. It's like more stains on it every time. No, because I have to reapply it, because I keep using a stupid marker that apparently is washable. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I hear they make those that don't wash off now. I don't oh. believe it. Uh, is it called permanent marker? That's it. Oh. That's a great name for yeah. it if it's you know? not. Yeah, yeah. right. That's good advertising. Are you using semi-permanent marker? <laughs> yeah, it's Crayola or something. Or something that erases oh, okay. maybe when it's dry. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what you would think of a name for that. Right. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, we're talking about uh, Rocky Horror Picture on the best way to see it. Because uh, my, my girlfriend hadn't seen it yet. When we went that night, I showed the movie to her hours before we went to the actual showing. Because I, I wanted her to know what the movie was a little bit. Because if she tried to watch it, especially the, the, the way that her, her, her mind works, she'd be way too distracted with everything else that was happening. There's a lot going on at one moment, so she wouldn't know what, what the movie was about. Mm. We, no, we, it looks we, like chaos. We'd walk away from the movie, and she'd be like, I don't know what happened. I don't know, I don't know what the plot was. That's I don't know, know any character yeah. names. I, I, so I saw the, the, the whole experience, right. you know, sight unseen, and I have no idea. I was baffled and confused. Right. So I had to go out and I had to rent the movie. That's and so I watched it, and I watched it, and it made no sense at all, <laughs> none whatsoever. And so that only fueled my, I was like, no, I have no interest in this. Okay. But it's not the movie by itself. It, it really is like the whole community. It's, it's, the a, it's a whole experience. It's yeah. a whole culture yeah. that, that, that slowly but surely just kind of like, you know, bleeds into you. Right. It, it affects you. And after a while, uh, and, and so I started out. When when I was like, oh, I I don't think I'm going to do this anymore, uh, and I was just an audience participant, and my friend uh, Ed, he was just like, no, no, please, you know, why, why don't you come back? Uh, you can join cast. I was like, oh, uh, join cast? I don't know, wear a lingerie, you wear, right. mm, uh, I don't know if I could do that. Well, let's see, what what character? What character doesn't do that? And there was uh, there was Riff Raff. Okay. Riff Raff always wears that butler outfit. Right. And at the end of the movie, he does wear like the gold spandex uh, kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's, it's a little tighter, but but the particular cast they had a little gag thing. The uh, Magenta and and Riff Raff they would always wear some sort of silly, outrageous costume that they would rent. Okay. I'm like, oh well, you know, I'll I'll 
I'll audition for that. I'll try out for that. Okay. And I asked, well, hey, you know, are you guys need uh, riffraffs. And he goes, now we got like nine of those guys. You know what we need is we need a Rocky. And uh, oh I was a little God. more in better shape <laughs> than I was. Like yeah, the most story. naked yes. guy in the whole movie. His costume is basically a speedo. Yeah. Okay, uh-huh. just if we can pause mm-hmm. here, just <laughs> to catch up, penis. Someone that has never seen this or mm-hmm. just totally raw to the experience. No spoilers. I'm sorry. It's, you know. No. It's, <laughs> so wait, um, the guy you uh, mentioned, Rocky, right? So mm-hmm. that's uh, Tim Curry's character. No, uh, that's Frankenfurter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and second, you audition for these? I thought people just go dressed up and they like just act out stuff. In the so that's how it actually started way back in 1975. People would just show up in costume and then they would just pantomime it. And then people started actually making honest-to-goodness casts out of it. So you would audition for this role mm-hmm. to show up and then it would be almost like a theater troupe yeah. that would show up for every show. And then you sit and in they, the audience and then just come up and do stuff? Or? No, so, so you do officially have like a cast and they show the movie. And then the casts will perform the same scene, in the same costumes, and everything. And and, and they'll, they'll while throw it's going on, while it's going on, while it's going on, in front of the projection. And oh. and they'll toss in a couple of little extra gags and so forth. Because clearly, if you do the same thing over and over and over again, it's like, well, why don't I just watch the movie? So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and some of it's really funny. Like when they have this like fake. Um, Big penis put out, <laughs> and like every time, like a girl like has her mouth open, they just go real quick. <laughs> <laughs> I cracked me up so okay, that's funny. I bad. Can't and like there's a scene in the car with Brad and um, Janet, and like <laughs> I don't like I don't know the penis came up like on Janet or something. It was like woo, and she looked like she was like holding it. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like point. hilarious. I was like, oh my god. It's so much more vulgar. Like, I didn't think it could That's why I'm confused about the family vulgar. friendly version of this. <laughs> so, yeah, they'll. they'll, they'll, they'll Maybe leave the phallus symbol out of the family. Oh, that would help a lot. Yeah, in the actual movie, there is only one actual curse word. Oh. Is that right? Yeah, there's only one curse word. What is it? Yeah, it's, it's fuck. Oh, wait. No, they say, say it once. Janet. That's not a curse, it, word. Is that a curse word these That's days. Not a, get out of here. Yeah. How dare you? I might as well say Blatherskite at that point. I mean, whoa, this is like. Poppycock. Come on. All right. We need, we need to. Can we edit that out? Can we bleep that? <laughs> hey, I say it like it is, man. Wow. Sorry. Too far, yeah. man. Well, fine. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. <laughs> you know, because I guess. I th- in my mind, there's a lot more cursing because of the live show. Yeah. There's, there's a lot more cursing. There's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And there's of course, a lot going uh, on, a lot of cursing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that kind of like, you know, evolves through the decades yeah. as, as, you know, people are like, oh, well, this is a wonderful world and I really like it. Um, I want it to pertain to me. And so as, you know, us older people, as we just slowly but surely retire and move on, and then a younger generation takes it on and they reinvent it uh, into, so it's the same movie, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, years and years and years later. And they just keep on showing it, and it just gets a little more tame and a little more dated uh, and a little more safe, you know, as, as the time goes on. I mean, you think about, like, movies made back in the 30s, like, well, that was an outrageous movie. You, you can't show that. You know, yeah. we gotta, we got to censor this. we we got to take this out. And, yeah. and we can watch those movies today and go, oh, my goodness, how quaint. How, how adorable. In another 40 years, how quaint and adorable and dated will Rocky Horror be? But... There's also odd examples. We just did something on spoilers. It was um, the taking of Pelham 123, which mm-hmm. was uh, way back in the day, the guy that plays Grumpy Old Man, I forget his name. Um, um, Walter Matthau. Walter Matthau. Oh. Yeah. And in that movie, it also has uh, Jerry Costanza, uh, George's dad. 
Oh. Uh, I don't know. Stiller, whatever. Yeah, it's, uh, Ben Stiller's dad. Yeah. And it, it, there's a lot of, like, not not subtle, but just, like, aggressive racism <laughs> in it. <laughs> and it's like, wow, that couldn't happen today. So, it's, yeah, uh-huh. so, so the, there's a thing about, in the time, uh, too far. Uh, in this day and age... What okay, do, what do, yeah, what on the flip side, I got. we were watching a couple of shows. Where one of my favorite shows as a kid was Soap, if anybody ever saw Soap. I remember Soap. Okay. And it was a show that was basically a big spoof on daytime soap operas. Okay. Oh, that's funny. Okay. And uh, when it came on Netflix or, or Hulu, I can't remember, you know, whatever came on. But we all sat down and we're like, oh, my gosh, I love this show. This was such a great show. It was hysterical. We got to stay there and we got to watch it. Okay. And there's a lot of gay jokes in this, in this show. All right. And they're just so old and tired and dated. And oh, as, I see. As, as one person, they're going, oh, by the way, you might not know this, but I am gay. And then everybody goes, <gasps> For another 15 minutes, people are just like going, oh my gosh, he said he was gay. What Reaction do you do? shots, everybody. Uh, and, and, break out the fainting couches. Right. And so nowadays, I'm watching this show, and I'm like, yeah, and? Fine. You get, uh, I'm in Rocky Horror Picture Show. This means nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it's not gay. Yeah. You know what's funny? Because I understand what you're saying. There are a lot of shows like that that are risque in their time. Uh, but then, because like cultural norms like mm-hmm. change everything, you're like oh, they were still kind of playing it close to the vest. I think there are a few examples to that. I mean, one that I'm not going to elaborate on the other is the second one I want to talk about. First, Chappelle show right mm-hmm. of their time. Yeah. But second, like Tropic Thunder. I don't think you mm-hmm. can make a movie like that. Even what, like ten years later, you're going to have someone yeah. in blackface unless it's Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. That's not flying. He gets a pass. And, because he's, right. he's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, and you never go, you know, full Jack or full retard. Then yeah. You, say, you, you right. can't say that now. And it's like, that was not even that long right. ago. But they were pushing boundaries that we've kind of repealed back right. on now. We're, we're getting censored differently nowadays. Like, there's a lot of censorship, I think, going on. Not so much with how, like, you expose yourself on TV because, like... I love Lucy. They couldn't sleep in the same bed together. Yeah. You know? But that's nothing now. You know, like, they can be naked. They Mm -hmm. can say bitch. They can, you know, like, sleep in the same bed. That's, like, nothing. But now we have to be very sensitive about certain things. So we're, like, a lot of comedians are censored. Yeah. Like, nowadays. And I think it's kind of crap because it keeps them from some really good jokes. Totally. It it, it depends on the issue itself. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, like, uh, retard, that's a thing that's, like, you can't really... Help, I guess. It's well, a, it's, I am it's a offended condition. by that. Yeah. You know. I, I, I get it. But, I mean, as far as, like, being gay and whatnot, that has, has become, it's, it's, it's come more to the forefront. And it's more accepted now. And it's almost to the point where if you don't accept it, you're an asshole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Whereas, if, but in this direction, certain things like, okay, that, you need to calm that down. This is starting to be more okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, where this used to be okay and this is not, it's starting to yeah. shift. And, yeah, Rocky Horror, when it first came out, the, the whole idea of Rocky Horror was just like, you know what, I'm, I'm really sick and tired of being forced into this cookie-cutter world and being told how I'm supposed to be. And Richard O'Brien, who wrote the original play, Rocky Horror Show, which became Rocky Horror which Picture is, Show, and, and so forth, yeah, which is Riff Raff, uh, he was. He was just. Nice. Yeah. So there you go. Well, you've never even seen mm-hmm. the movie. I know, but that's a little bit. I like to. <laughs> yep. I so started started, started out as a play. So the character Riff Raff was actually. And and Richard story. O'Brien, you know, he was he was basically you know very British, and there's just like you must be this way. This is how society works, and this is how you're going to to follow yeah. uh, the rules. And he's just like, oh, I'm bored. I don't want to do this. I, 
I, I got to break out. This is how I right. assume. I don't know why. <laughs> right. I got to do my thing. And, and so, so he made this, like, you know, absolutely outrageous play of just, like, you know, this is how I want my world to be. And on top of that, I'm not only just going to make it outrageous, but I'm going to make it, like, like I'm just going to throw in a bunch of stuff to really shock the holy hell out of you. Yeah. And... Mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> well, in '75, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Transvestites were still just like an mm-hmm. unspoken of, like mm-hmm. uh, yeah. fetish, or and that's just the, that's just the skin of the outrageous. Yeah. yeah. And then once yeah. you see the movie, you'll understand. Yeah. When the oh, movie like came out, background after a while. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, trans- that's trans- yeah. old news. Right. What is this now? Yeah. <laughs> and when the movie came out, you know, it bombed everywhere it went. I you can't know. Oh yeah. Why. yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Except for one one tiny little theater over in New York. Where it, it just kept on playing because people just kept on coming back and, and they're just like, this is outrageous. This is a place where I can go, where I can be right. disturbingly crazy and outrageous and not follow what society wants me to do. Yeah. And oh, the, I can feel more normal yeah. in this environment. And the movie has never changed, but right. the idea that I can go someplace and I can be what I want to be and I can, I can just hang out with other people who also want to experiment with w- whatever they want to be. The movie never changes, but but the the, the society and the and, and the mm-hmm. the uh, the world, I guess, of Rocky Horror always is evolving. Yeah, and that's really is is the locomotive of that whole. Why why does Rocky Horror keep on going? Yeah, I don't know, why is it? You know, everybody else has tried to do another shadow cast of another movie, and they've always felt Showgirls and Sound of Music, really? and yeah, yeah, they've tried to do shadow casts of other movies, that's and they always just kind of like peter out. But yeah. Rocky Horror just keeps on going and going and going. Yeah, Rocky Horror is a weird thing because I, I remember my friends in high school talking about it all the time. Like, this is the best thing you got to go see see at the Newark. And uh, they're like, all right. Eventually, I broke down. I rented it from uh, Blockbuster, <laughs> which was a thing back in the day. <laughs> uh, and uh, I watched it. And I, I remember sitting there afterwards, like, this is it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is what everyone talking about. This movie from the beginning with the with the lips coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, what kind of what is what's happening right now? I was I was just I was I was outraged at my friends. <laughs> like, how dare you? And it's a long movie. It's, yeah. Like, it's everybody to hype it up, and then you have to sit there for all that time, and yeah. at the end you're just like, what? Like, There's got to be something better. Oh no, this is happening. Oh come on, get the fuck out. The ending is so outrageous. And then, that it's like, oh, I had to sit through all of this for that ending. What, what they do is they, like they they set something up. Once it settles, here's a new level. You got you have to just get get okay with. That settles. It's another one. You're mm-hmm. like, you just have to process it like, layer by layer. And by then it's like, I don't even know what the fuck is happening. And you saw the British ending. There's two endings. So is there? there's the oh. British ending and there's the American uh, ending. Okay. And the American ending is just like, and the... Uh, I'm sorry. No, it, the movie is Good over movie. 40 years old. So <laughs> spoilers honest to God. did not count. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. Go yeah, right no, but also, honest to God, it doesn't matter how much we say now, if you go see it mm-hmm. at the new art, it, it, it doesn't matter how much you know about the movie. It, it is a goddamn experience. Yeah. I distracted yeah, by all the people in underwear. Personally, yeah. that's just me. Oh. That's what I meant by experience. The, the person that played Frankenfurter, he had his ass out quite a bit. <laughs> and I told his girlfriend, I go, watch. Every time uh, Frankenfurter comes up to like our row and his ass is in Adam's face, Adam goes like this. <laughs> and sure enough, the next time Frankenfurter's ass came over... Adam, he's just like really nonchalant, just like yeah. <laughs> I get it, I get it. I mean, he's trying to be really polite, and not be like, oh, you know, or anything. Yeah. Just like, just like casually, like, 
looking away, like, yep, this guy's ass there. <laughs> All right, uh, here's what really was happening. I was checking if my girlfriend was checking that ass out. Oh, no, you were not. <laughs> You were offended by those cheeks in no, your no, face. No, no, no. I've seen plenty of that. What he was doing was he was pulling up his phone and right. trying to take a right. picture. Oh, yeah, that was, that's what it. was. Yeah. I wouldn't oh. be surprised. <laughs> would not be surprised. I'm sure you're just trying to play it off for your girlfriend. That's fine. Tell like, oh, no. I, I'm not looking. I swear. What an outrage. What an outrage. Um, no, so you said those weddings. Yeah. Because I remember an ending where there's like a, he's in a theater talking to some, like a to people and there's like electricity happening Maybe. oh yeah so so everything that that you recall yeah. you know, happens in the american version except at the very very end where it's like all right well i've killed everybody you can leave now yeah spoiler everybody that's, dies that's totally fine <laughs> <laughs> it's very we're, shakespearean yeah, that way. we're going to blow up the castle and the class castle is going to go up into space yeah and the castle goes up to space and then there's a nice song and then of course the criminologist comes out and has a nice person hold a globe and and right. that's that's the scene that you remember in the american version the castle goes up into space and that's it it's done oh and then yep what my whole scene is cut out yeah gone what mm-hmm. That's the a whole song mm-hmm. and everything. Welcome after. to LA. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like I showed up for what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like, this movie's too long already. <laughs> Cut it out right here. But this one's yeah. everybody's drunk and passed out. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was about the time. I don't know what you're talking about. That I, well, you were drunk. I, I was passed I still don't out. Know okay, what you're so as a um, uh, a newbie mm-hmm. to this, uh, let me ask. You said it's long. And I know that they start at midnight. So, what is the actual runtime? Is it over? Oh two hours? dear God! Is oh it... dear God! Oh dear I think, God! Uh, we were home by what three thirty? Oh, really? That was an early night. Oh, oh God! Oh wow! It didn't feel like it. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, so they start letting people in, and maybe about like <laughs> what, about eleven forty-five midnight. So people start coming in okay. at about midnight, which is clever, by the way, because on the website it says show starts at eleven fifty-nine p.m. Because <laughs> if you say twelve o'clock and then say Sunday. Uh, yeah, it freaked people out. Yeah, like, it's always going to be Saturday night. Saturday night. Eleven fifty nine Saturday means. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Be there. So now, now I'm everybody's got to get their popcorn. Sorry, everybody's got to get situated, and then there is the pre-show. So you have the MC who comes out and oh, will okay. will do his outrageous monologue, oh, yeah. and uh, you know remind everybody about you know what to expect, and uh, then there is an initiation. That yeah, I have no idea. Yes. Yep. Yep. So there was an official initiation. I'm pretty sure you all you all Absolutely. saw that happen. Yeah, we, the, uh, we it was your first them. time, right? No, so. it wasn't mine. No, no, it was, it was, it was, it was Annie's. Annie's girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So he warned but Annie, like, I don't, don't, don't stand up. <laughs> 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 so wait, is that a tip? Don't stand up. It was actually your first time. No, you yeah. should stand up for sure. Oh yeah. In your corset. And have someone videotaping it. I'm sure for the show. Yeah. Yeah. Just for documentary purposes. Before you know it, an hour's gone by. And seriously, for initiations, it's now one of the things. What? There's, oh, there's it's, announcements and things, yeah. and a little bit closer. Yeah. Oh, it, oh, oh there's still, like, still uh, like all these, all these jokes. Like uh, this guy, like he's just uh, giving this speech and just remind me of summer mm-hmm. camp. Like yeah. all the corny jokes. Like he's like the camp counselor, just like all right. Kids. If you're gonna fall asleep, you're gonna have a bad time. <laughs> you know, wake up with dicks on your face. Like, oh. Yeah. And then the movie starts. And then, you know, at that, I mean, like, the, 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 the most entertaining part, at least for me, anyways, for the actual show is the, the whole MC part. Okay. Uh, that's yeah. where, like, all the really crazy, you know, fun and weird things happen. And then when the actual movie starts, well, then now you're just kind of, like, in a big what-the-fuck kind of, you know, world. Yeah. Like, I don't understand what's going on. Well, yeah, movies going and a theater 
mm-hmm. cast yeah. is yeah. getting ready on the, the sides. Right. Ready to well, it's, it's, it's a three-piece show. It's, it's, it's the, sh- the movie itself... The cast and then the audience participation. Because right. people in the audience are dressed That's up true. as well no, doing their stuff. But, but there's also certain lines mm-hmm. that yes. everybody oh. has to say out, either out no. loud in unison or in response to what is actually being said. Yeah, this and is why I felt a little uh, yeah. overwhelmed about <laughs> a, a little bit of evolution <laughs> of how like this whole thing happened. When when you see the movie, there's a lot of dramatic pauses in it, which they did not exactly you know plan. Right. You know, they just decided to have like a lot of dramatic pauses. <laughs> They had to fill the hour of 41 minutes for one time of, of the... It's only an hour 41? Hour 41, yep. Felt so I much just, longer. I just looked it, yeah, it sounds a lot longer. And so when like audience members would start to show up night after night after night, well, then they got the brilliant idea to start yelling things out during these these little dramatic pauses. But those are like so, soap opera, soap opera. Yeah. So there's a lot of, like, a lot of you know, amusing <laughs> gags. What's, what's your funny. favorite? What's your favorite one? My favorite one... And uh, I, I uh, this might be disputed yeah. because, of course, uh, it's, it's, it's subjective. Yeah, I, 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 I thought I made it up. May I am, oh. going to, I am going to say that I officially made okay. it up when I first started going to Rocky Horror, and I actually started to, to really like it and started getting into it. And I heard all these people yelling out all these gags in the middle of the audience, and I yeah. thought to myself, "Well, I want to be unique, and I want to make up my own." So I started yelling out like my own thing, only to find out, like, no, no, those things are like you know, fifteen, twenty years old. So, <laughs> I mean, like, there's only so many gags that you can make up about about the same thing. So I guess I just rehashed it. But there was one. So uh, there is one character in the movie, and his name is Eddie. Oh, he's if played I, if by I ever Meatloaf. Dressed up, I'd be, mm-hmm. I have to be Eddie. Yeah. So based on body type, uh, Meatloaf. He plays a character, uh, Eddie, in Meatloaf, the movie. Uh, Bob from Fight Club. Yes, uh, oh, bitch, it's Bob. Mm-hmm. Lactating Bob. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And and that's actually uh, that's that's going to be very very helpful oh, at this it? moment. So, <laughs> spoiler alert: Eddie gets killed in the movie. He's he's murdered. And Frankenfurter, in a very outlandish way, he grabs onto the tablecloth and he yanks it away to, dis- to show the coffin of the dismembered corpse of Eddie, Meatloaf, and he's been eaten by everybody who has been sitting at the table. And I would yell out, his name is Robert Paulson. Yes. His name is Robert Paulson. <laughs> I was wondering if there was going to be a Fight Club reference. That's awesome. So I after a while. That is absolutely. Cool. And oh, so now, now that. That's a good one. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And Fight like, Club has gotten a little bit dated. So now I, as a. Not a lot of people know who Robert Paulson is. So when you start yelling that out, people are like, I don't, what, what, I don't know what's going on. So uh, now uh, I'm the criminologist. And I do my own little gags. And so I will run into the audience, and I'll sit down in the middle of the theater, and when that scene comes up, I'll, I'll yell out, His name is Robert Paulson! His name is Robert Paulson! His name... You see the whole premise of this whole... And then I'll tell the story of this. Okay. And so all these kids are just like listening to me tell this story about <laughs> why I am telling this AP line. Well, you're the narrator. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If it wasn't for me, if it wasn't for the criminologist, nobody would have no idea what's going on. You know, <laughs> He's the only person who's trying to explain what but is happening. Yeah. As well as the very important dance. Yeah. yeah. yeah he teaches the dance. You would not know how to do this no, dance. No, you couldn't. 
Segway so, story. <laughs> not only are there musical numbers, but <laughs> a dance too. Oh, there is a dance. Such there a good dance. dance. Such a good dance. Yeah, a little, there's a little dance. You can learn it. Oh, so, we'll teach you. We've we'll teach done you. Done wow. before, I believe. Yes, we have. Yeah. Even at this bar, I think we've done yes, it. Yes, exact, at this exact bar. Exact bar. <laughs> in fact, in this bar, many times when we're trying to get people out of the bar, when my buddy's a bartender, he's trying to close, we'll put a record or a picture show, and we'll all be belting it out as, long, as loud as we can to the point where everyone's like, fuck is happening <laughs> i cannot think of a better way to clear out a bar yes. than just like all right yeah yeah because this is in orange county so we're such a sweet transvestite it's like oh we got to get out <laughs> there is there is a bar where our, our friends they uh they put on a uh, another burlesque show uh the burlesque show is called uh, what the fuck burlesque oh, okay. and it's at a place called the canby and it's a fantastic place i mean we're talking about like no windows, no, you just walk in, you got the regulars who are just like playing pool, this, and then all of a sudden there is like this burlesque show that that happens. Okay. And of course they've, they've got their jukebox. And they, they play all their, their serious hardcore, you know, right. I'm just here to get drunk kind of, right. kind of music. And I learned that I can play music on that jukebox on the internet. From the phone. So, yeah, I yes. can pull out my little phone. I can just sit there. That's how I sabotage this phone. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and, and so I'll, I'll sit there and I'm like, Hanson Christmas <laughs> special. <laughs> and all of a sudden, you're just sitting there going, oh, two more beers before I go. Mm-bop, mm-bop, mm-bop. And you see people sitting there playing ball, they're like, what? <laughs> this is not the song I put on. Right. Yeah. We'll do the same thing we do. Uh, we'll do Moulin Rouge, the elephant medley. I mean, uh, me, and the, me and the bartender. We'll do uh, Frozen. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Just wow. clears the bar out. I put some weird owls as well. Frozen with your male bartender friend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that not clear? He's a male. You do a little duet? Cowboy. You're a cowboy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Evidence is mounting, man. Mm-hmm. Evidence oh, is mounting. Oh, shit. I forgot about that part. Yep. That's okay. Anyway. Yeah, so, so so it's there's a lot of audience participation. Lines you yell out as well. It's it's very it's a very immersive thing that you just start. Oh, so I'm surprised it took you so long. You see, like three four times before you actually started getting into it. With, with, yeah, with you your, know, it, it took me a while you know, to get into it, and it was uh, you know clearly because uh, the reason that I started really getting into it is because it's a it was a very welcoming. Environment, right? Well, um, sorry to interrupt, but what do you mean by getting into it? When you say getting into it, he seemed to know what you're saying. You're like emceeing it, or just part no, no. Of the well, yeah, it's just like I guess his, his best friend Ed took him and said, mm-hmm. "Come again." No, no, sorry, you, yeah, exactly. sorry, you didn't like it. Come again. Mm-hmm. So you didn't like it. Come again. And you could get into it either by just being an audience member, and we have we have regular audience members who just come every week. They don't want to be on cast. They don't want to do anything. They just gotcha. want to come to the show and okay. just hang out and, and be a part and, of it. Yeah. But it those can a, be regulars too. Yeah, it's a very yeah, fun crowd. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, because like I was saying earlier, I, I, when I saw the movie after hearing about it, I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah. I was very upset. And then I, they, I finally got to the show, and after the first viewing, I was like, "I get it. Mm-hmm. I understand completely what this is about now." And and it became a thing like, "All right." So we, we went a couple more times through high school. It, it's been a while. We went back again uh, two weeks ago. And you still haven't dressed up. Yeah, well, I was I was like I was on my deathbed for two days in a row before that because ah. I have the John Snow wig, which I, I used for John Snow costume, which can very easily transfer to Frankenfurter. <laughs> and look at his face; he looks like Tim Curry. <laughs> okay, you know what? Now that you say that, <laughs> yeah, I, right. I want to wear the corset and everything, but I know that's pushing it. So I'm like, okay, wear the pearls and the and the you know the 
what do you call the scrubs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I'm, I'm going to pull up a picture, which I'll put down here for a second. I just want to show Charles. But keep talking about yourself. Mm. Okay. <laughs> oh, segue. So um, you reminded me of yet another story. But, uh, and again, uh, involving my best friend in the whole wide world, Ed Reed. We went out to, yeah, see, look at that. And for yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty <laughs> uncanny. Yes. Wowzers. There was a brand new cast <laughs> that was starting up in Modesto, California, and it was a huge thing. Uh, radio came out, newspapers, television shows came out. It's like the first time ever Rocky Horror Picture Show is being shown in Modesto, California, where they have an actual cast that will be performing live. Here in Modesto, California. You know, news at 11. Right. Uh, <laughs> now, Bob so, and traffic. <laughs> so we, we want to go out. We want to support this new cast. And we all go out. And to Modesto. To Modesto. Wow. Modesto, California. And uh, we're sitting in the audience. And everybody, this, this whole theater is completely sold out. And out front, there's honestly, there's like, like news vans. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and the whole audience, the, the whole show is going crazy, and and you know people are screaming profanities and, right. and so forth. And the whole audience is like, <laughs> oh. they have no idea what is supposed to happen. So us who are Rocky regulars, we start screaming out lines, okay. and everybody's like, oh, that was rather amusing. And they, they, they did something. <laughs> And so now, now it's time. Now it's time for like the first dance scene. And in the first dance scene, everybody, everybody, the yes. whole theater gets up, and they're all supposed to dance. Supposed and to. Supposed to. So you're we. Taught, you're taught how to dance. Yeah. So so. You put your hands on your hips, what? right? Yeah. Out there. Uh, well, something first, like that. I can't remember how it goes. Left. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And then a step to the right. Oh, just yeah. a step. Then you put your hands on your hips. Uh huh. Do you bring your knees in tight? Oh, I, I can't do that. See, if it wasn't for the movie giving me prompts, I would have no idea how to do any of this stuff. I can do that. You know, I've only been doing this, for, you know, since I can't remember. It'll drive you um, insane. You know, I can't do the dance at all. And so, uh, Ed, he just turns to me and he goes, nobody is getting up. This is, no, this is absolutely unacceptable. Right. And so he jumps up in the middle of the audience and he starts yelling at everybody, get up, get out of your seats. It's wow. time to do the time warp. What's wrong with you? Everybody. And so you see, you see people and they all start to kind of like, are we supposed to get up? Right. So they all get up. And he goes, we're going to do the dance now. So he teaches everybody how to do this dance. And, and then he goes, and then he has to tell everybody to sit down. Everybody sit down now. Sit down. <laughs> so he sits down. There is, now it's an optional thing is that some casts do it, some, ta- some casts don't, but there is another dance scene for Hot Patootie when, when Eddie oh, okay. comes out. And so uh, Hot Patootie starts out right. and Ed looks around and nobody is doing the dance. So he steps back up and he starts yelling at everybody, get back up. It's time to do the dance. It's, it's the hot to do. Get up. And so everybody is like, oh, we're supposed to. So they all get up and he teaches them to dance. And then he sits down. Now, that's, those are the only two big dance scenes. Right. You know, for the rest of that, you know, you, you just do whatever you want. And then there is the dinner scene that comes up. And the dinner scene is, by and large, considered the most boring scene. Yeah, and so, oh, I think that's when I fell asleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's when I nodded off. I a lot like, of, oh, there's no yeah. talking. A lot of casts will just kind of like make up something you know, else to do or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, and there's a long, sad, drawn-out song in the middle of this. And my friend, my best friend in the whole wide world, Ed Ed Reed. He turns to me and he goes, what if I just jumped up and told everybody it's time to do the dinner scene? (laughs) 
I like it. And I was just like, no, there's no way that would happen. He goes, I bet you a dollar. I bet you a dollar that I can get everybody in the audience to start doing the dinner scene dance. I'm like, all right, dollar it is. And so he jumps up and he goes like, everybody, get up. It's time for the dinner scene dance. And at this point, everybody's like, oh, okay. So they all just stood up and did nothing. (laughs) And Ed is just yelling at him, there is no dinner scene dance. No, I was just joking. You can sit down and you can see people going. (laughs) And then he just sat down. And he just turned to me and he goes, like, you owe me a dollar. And I looked behind me and people just, like, do we? I don't. Oh, I'm great. It was the puppet master. This time, you've seen everybody. I don't know how you could have underestimated Ed Reed at this point, considering he made you come back to this show numerous times when yeah. you didn't want to. And he's the ultimate and now you're in he's, the show. He's amazing. I have, I have a zombie apocalypse plan. Everybody has a zombie apocalypse plan. You know, it's like, oh, well, I'd go up to the North Pole. I was like, oh, I'd go out, you know, to, to, to tanker ocean or something like that. I'll just big, big yeah. five. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I go. I just um, give up. Um, Ed, Ed, he moved out to Pennsylvania. And so my plan is, is to find Ed. Right. That is it. I just, I'm just going to go straight to wherever Ed is. By the time that I get to him, he has probably already created like a little society. With <laughs> <laughs> He'll need an enforcer. Right. No, you know. I just put him on top of his hand. Zombies go that way. You have to go that way. <laughs> yeah. Zombie brains that way. Right. Just a mile to the left. <laughs> Don't you dare step to the right. All right, Steph. Oh, man. Are you going to the bartender's now? Uh, yeah, I could. There's also, uh, I was thinking of uh, checking out the bar's bathroom. All right, yeah, go ahead. Check out the bathroom. All right, cool. You, you guys uh, carry on. Talk yeah. about any spoilers that you don't want to ruin for me. I want to make sure I turn my mm-hmm. mic off so you don't catch on on my business. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So, uh, Rocky Horror is amazing. I, mm-hmm. I love it. I love, the, I love the whole vibe of it. It, it was fun. Uh, I apologize for what happened after the show. I don't know what that was exactly. What happened after I, the show? I apologize for I blacked you. out. I mean, oh, oh thank God. So, same page. Mm-hmm. You're lucky. I woke up with a dick on my face. Oh, shit. Like, like, man, that has not happened in a long time. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a very fun night. And, uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be taking more people. We, we try to get more people to go that night. Mm-hmm. You need to dress up. I, if it I'm is not, a waste of your Tim Curry-looking face <laughs> to not dress yeah, up. Yeah, you're right. No, I, I know. We need to get you dressed up as yeah. Tim Curry. I, I, went, I went to two different places on the way out to try to find the scrubs. Or mm-hmm. no, not the, It's not even scrubs. It's, it's an operating uh, smock. Right. Because I, I found plenty of scrubs, but mm. not the smock. Not, not, not the and green. And I, I will not do it incorrectly. The one that I had. So I played Frankenfurger for a good seven years. What? Oh, my. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, nice. true story. And uh, uh, my you, costume. Your ass cheeks were hanging out, too? Full on. That takes wow. so many balls. I wish I had the balls to do it. I'll I, do the smock, and that's it. I'm not going to do these. I'm not going to. There's a whole lot of outfit changes that I, I do not feel comfortable getting into. I started out. So I started out as Rocky. And Rocky is a big doofus in the whole show. And it was right. great. I can act like a complete and utter doofus. Okay. And that's what I did for, for years and years and years. I was, was Rocky, and I acted like a complete and total moron and right. had uh, lots of fun. He doesn't really speak. No, he doesn't. Uh, just kind of grunt. Right. Grunts. He just grunts and yeah. you know, looks awesome. He's, he's in the androthology. Yeah, and, definitely. You know, I, I couldn't do that myself personally. I had to kind of like you know, ramp it up. So I had my own little gags and so forth. Okay. And... Uh, there was uh, one night on the cast that I was on at the time, uh, Body Cast, and there was a, uh, a former Frankenfurter who had shown up, 
And our director turns to me and has introduced me to this former Frankenfurter. And he says, oh, and this is our current uh, Rocky Horror. And he goes, oh, that's interesting. I thought you were a Frankenfurter. And I said, no, oh, that's a laugh. Oh, yes. How do you do I? So you've <laughs> met my... Yeah, yeah, like I could do that, right. And he goes, and our I cast... Could, I, I think I could do the singing. No. It's just not the appearance that I can pull He's up. a big karaoke guy. Mm. Yeah. So that's, true. Our, uh, that's why he thinks he can do the singing. <laughs> And he busts out the bar all the time, so, yeah. I've been told by many people, shut up! <laughs> I mean, uh, they like to... The- that's the horrible thing about like like karaoke down here in Los Angeles. Yeah. Up in the Bay Area, I love karaoke because everybody is bad and I can be bad. We can all yeah. be bad together. Sure you're not. Yeah. I cried after I died when I was so, so bad. Yeah. Everybody is auditioning for the next, you know, X Factor or something like that. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, there might be a talent agent out there somewhere. You yeah. know, they're winking out there to the audience as they're belting out this next song. I'm like, I don't want to go up after that. Yeah, <laughs> no, the, 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 the karaoke that used to be from back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's called karaoke now. Uh, that's the people that are just doing it for fun. Oh, okay. I bring that back. Versus the professionals that are just, uh, yeah, like you said, I yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's hard to find those those little karaoke hole hole in the walls yeah. where everybody gets to be bad. Yeah. Oh, now for Rocky Horror, do they have to have a great singing voice? Because no. some of them are just lips. It's it's all lip syncing. Right? You know, oh, okay. there are the people who who will actually like state the lines and they'll sing, but it's usually a little bit under their breath. Okay, that's, it, that's kind of what I noticed because. I think if I were to play a character, I'd have to kind of say the words under my breath. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. You know, just... Because at a certain point, it, becomes, it starts taking away from the movie, and it starts making it about you, which is not, I think, the experience of it. Mm. That's what I would think. Hmm. I don't know. be right. Which I can totally understand. Yeah. I, yeah. I, have, I have been accused of that myself. Is it, uh, but, but it's... it's you're supposed to just enjoy the experience of it, mm-hmm. though. I, 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 it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I, I, it's, it's, well, yeah. depending well, how late in the show it is. There was, there was a time when, so I would do a lot of gags. Okay. Because, like, Rocky Horror, as I started as Rocky Horror, he was, uh, he was a pretty boring character. Right. And so I mm-hmm. made a lot of gags. And our director would turn to me and say, hey, you need to kind of, like, tone it down. You're kind of, like, disrupting oh, right? the other yeah. actors. And... And me, I was just like, no, the audience loves me. <laughs> I'm just going to keep on doing whatever I feel like doing. You're just jealous. Yep. And uh, when I moved over to, to Frankenfurter, a lot of the newer cast members who started to do Rocky Horror, they saw the gangs I did and they copied them. Uh, and they started doing themselves. And when they started doing it and they started disrupting my act, I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, I, that's, oh, I was that asshole. I was oh, okay. that guy. <laughs> So I kind of I, I learned to tone it down a little bit until I became criminologist. And okay. criminologist doesn't have to be with anybody, you know. He, yeah. he doesn't interact right. with anybody. Right. So I can just do whatever horrible thing I yeah. want to do until they say, like, "That's it, you're off cast." I'm sorry, right. that was too far. Right. I was like, "Fine." Yeah. Grab your neck and take it. I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take my neck go. and leave. Yeah. <laughs> That's the cast neck. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> uh. No. Um, are you in charge of that production that we saw? No, no, okay. not at all. I'm no. just, I'm just one of the cast members. So we do have our directors, uh, Carrie and Beth. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And, and did you ever want to be more than just one of the characters? Do you want to like do a production at all? God no. Okay. Oh. I would think it would be like herding cats <laughs> with the the cast members I saw like. Because a lot of them were getting pretty drunk and just squirrely, and 
when I went up and held the globe, there was quite the shit show behind me. It was a big night yeah. because because Chris Carrillo, our, our Rocky Horror, who we love and adored, and it was his, his final night. Uh, After like 10 years, right? I, Is that what you guys said? Has it been ten years? For him? I, I don't know. I there was believe that's what they he said. was on cast before I showed up. Nine. So yeah, nine. it's gonna okay. be. Well, ten nine. Mm-hmm. No, I, I meant to say no. It wasn't ten. It was <laughs> nine. <laughs> <laughs> he, he goes into that bilingual stuff, trilingual, <laughs> quadrilingual, whatever. But clever. But just so no. I have an idea how many shows that is. How uh, how many shows per month? Well, no, it's every Saturday night. So it is. Yeah. Every, so it's four mm-hmm. times. Mm-hmm. Wow. Fifty-two a year then. Yep. Unless it was a Christmas. Then nine Christmas years. years like yeah, so there's I, actually for like uh, for Halloween, there's about three shows. So you oh, get wow. extra. Oh, and then, you know, there's still, we, we will still do like a New Year's show and a Christmas show. So there's no breaks. You know, you okay. just keep on going. Wow. And then on top of that, there's every now and then we'll be asked to go off site and do a show somewhere else. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Now, oh, do you guys get fun. paid to do any of this? No, it's mm-hmm. all on your own. It's time. all volunteer, and right. the theater gets all the money from like people that purchase tickets. They let us. They let us go in, and do and you have to rent the space even to, no, to do this? No. Oh, thank no. God, at least for that. Yeah. So it's a nice little symbiotic relationship. Okay. Well, I mean, I I know me alone. Like, okay, you bought my ticket, but then I went up and bought a couple beers and mm-hmm. snacks and all this crap. Yeah. Like, so they really profit off of. Having the Rocky Horror. I certainly hope so. I mean, the New Art oh, yeah. is a wonderful venue. Um, we're very lucky to have it. Uh, a lot of theaters are just like, oh no, I don't know if I want to have the Rocky Horror. Oh, I heard yeah. stories about the Rocky Horror right. Picture Show. You, you know, I find that with roller derby too. Mm-hmm. Like that right? some rinks, like will not have roller derby mm-hmm. there whatsoever wow. because no. we're rowdy. Okay. And like the Rocky Horror Show, it's a little bit rowdier of a. It's a different bunch. Yeah. Yeah. So I could see like why they wouldn't want. Takes a different kind. Yeah, yeah. they yeah. wouldn't want their you know nice stage and stuff to be all right. messed up. And the new art seems like a bastion of like a you know kind of old school theater in a place that just is being gentrified on Santa Monica Boulevard. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's it, it, it's a different too. area from what, when I remember going back when I was in high school. Uh, going to the new art in that area, it, it seems nicer, I, I guess, than, than it did way, way back in that in that time period. Well, Japan, I don't was Japantown then. Um, uh, Japan Town, a thing then? Japan you know? Town? Little Tokyo? Is that what, uh, no, what? Uh, you know, the Sotel Santa Monica thing. As you go down south from, on Sotel, you have the whole Japan Town. I've never, I'm from Orange County. I've never heard of it. I don't even like driving to this bar here in LA. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little hairy sometimes. I'm like, oh, there's the exit. Damn. I know it's a lot of the new establishments have been catering to that, and it's like a lot of the like shaved ice places or. The curry places, uh, you know, there's shaved the ice curry, places. curry of Tokyo, yeah. and the Tim Curry so places, <laughs> the Tim, yeah, all the Tim Curry shops. Yeah. <laughs> all right, bartender so. liked that one. <laughs> uh, so that person gets it. There's a yeah, man. Uh, we, we, uh, I want to keep talking about horror, but uh, we spent a lot of time on it already. Uh, I, I do want to ask. Uh, have you heard of the room? The movie, the room. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Because I, I, that's been related to now as the modern day Rocky Horror. Because there, they do have audience shows mm-hmm. that you go to watch the room, and it's participation based. You're throwing spoons or whatever. You're, you're getting all crazy with it. I, I, have you seen the room? Do you have any I've, kind of? I have seen the room, okay. and I've seen the the disaster, the disaster artist. artist. Okay. Um, and a lot of us in the Rocky, like I saw the room because um, 
all, a lot of our Rocky friends were like, we have got to see this movie. It is horrible. And we had a nice, a nice party and, and sat down and watched this movie. And uh, yes, it is a unique movie, to say the least. Unique as in, yeah, yeah, nothing like that ever. <laughs> it's like, uh, where's, our, where's our bartender? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'll, I'll switch up, man. So um, do you do any other type of acting outside of the Rocky Horror show? I am the MC for the Hollywood Jane Review, uh, which is a burlesque show. Oh, and, uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't happen to be this show right okay. here. Because oh, I, was, I wanted to Where ask, did you get one of those guys? Oh. You did. You know what? This is something I've been following oh. for a while. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for you guys to see um, it better, Adam will put it right... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, right here. Mm-hmm. Right there. <laughs> HollywoodJaneReview.com. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited about this. Yeah. yeah, so what's up with that? Uh, so we perform over the Rockwell table and stage. Wow. Uh, usually have a show about uh, once a month. That's cool. Our next show here, uh, we always have like a different themed night that is going on. And currently our next one is going to be Science Friction. Uh, dedication to all of your science fiction uh, fandom desires, secret, secret wishes. Oh, I love them. Wow. See, when, when I first saw the, the poster for this, I saw Science Friction and I thought, mm-hmm. this is another Rocky Horror thing. Is this a science fiction uh, double feature? Yeah. That's, that's the that's the opening line. Amusingly enough, we actually had a Rocky Horror tribute Did show. You? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn it! It was nice because I didn't have to do any other type of different costuming. I was like, "Up, oh, I'm the criminologist. I get to come out. I get to host the show." Um, oh, how great know. is that? How great is hosting a show like this? It is wonderful. It is, it is nerve-wracking and wonderful, and I'm pretty sure, you know, anybody who's, like, hosting a show. Oh, yeah. Um, anything can happen uh, at any given moment. And, it's adapt. And you've got to adapt. And uh, everybody needs to try and um, come up with a way to be able to kind of, like, stand out. Right. Uh, I had learned very, very early... That I'm not a very good MC oh, at all. I'm horrible. I'm absolutely horrible. But okay. either, either. So come see the show that he's yeah. hosting. Yes, I'm okay, there. You no, go. This is <laughs> way too hard. Or else you wouldn't have the job. Yeah. yeah. Nobody, nobody goes to a burlesque show to see the MC. I was like, the girls were nice, but did you see the MC? Right. Oh my right. gosh, he was on fire. That's I what I was thinking. Like, that's the least press situation because no matter what you say, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, hey, so blah blah blah. Here come the girls. Yeah, and, 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 walk off. and that is that is my job, you know. And then every now and then, like a little something will come up, and that's when I get the deer in the headlights kind of moment. You're just like, uh, uh. Are we ready yet? All right, and here's our next performer. So that's usually so that's what you're going to be prepared for when you come out to Science Fiction March 20th. That's what you're going to see. That's that's what's going to happen. Oh, that's coming up soon. You're very soon. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's like so, uh, two weeks. Yeah. About now, does the audience dress up for this or just? This is yeah. You can you can you know business casual whatever you like. Okay. It's can, can we cosplay? Uh, can can people cosplay if they want to go? Most certainly. If you really want to, well, then of course. Right. Uh, Will you, you be like the only one in the crowd that? No, actually, I've seen. So we have other shows. We we have Jurassic oh. Peak. Oh, it's uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Peak. Jurassic Peak. Okay. Yeah. We have we have Rack to the Future. Nice. I don't know if I want to see some Doc Brown with some double Ds. That's a little confusing to me, but okay. Doc Brown. Yeah. And I, I personally, I, I, I really get excited when I see people who show up uh, to our burlesque show in, in a costume. Because right. clearly, I mean, like, they're not only there, but they're excited to be there. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
So I, I see you have a Cyberman on these uh, postcards, mm-hmm. so I might be the doctor. Mm-hmm. So that's right. Cyberman. So, yeah, it sounds like he'd really like to see more. Is the person on the far the left? Mm-hmm. Is that Ripley from Aliens? Yes. yes. That is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is just so. every yeah. nerd's fan. Is <laughs> So many, so many I'm, just, I'm well, thinking of friends with Princess Leia. Yeah, because the theme is it's it's nerd based. Yes, that's where the science fiction mm-hmm. comes in. Yes, uh, and, but but burlesque. So everybody wins here. Yeah, yeah. like you know, friends with Ross, how his fantasy is Princess Leia. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of right now. Yeah, <laughs> nice. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited about this, and I'm, I'm definitely going to this. Mm-hmm. And for ours, it's Darth Vader. So you get to see Darth Vader. You know, doing doing a little Darth Vader right. kind of thing. All right. Mm-hmm. See, but the thing about burlesque, though, it's it's it's, it's I mean, there, there's sexuality as it, but it's it's not like a it's not like a strip show. It's not like a full on sex thing. It's just it, from my perception of it, it's 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 more of a art. And when you kind of look into the history of burlesque, that's kind of like how it all started. You know, okay. everybody was just like, oh, it's dark and seedy, and it's like, oh, it's going to be, you know, sitting here in the shadows and drinking yeah. my drink and, and watching a lady, you know, take off her clothes. And it's, it's like, what, oh, I saw ankle. Yeah. Right, I mean. <laughs> right. Right. What is going on here? But, uh, but burlesque, especially in, you know, the early 20s, when it really started to kind of like start to get hit at its heyday, it started to become more of I wouldn't say like a lampoon, but more of like a, a comedy, humorous. Oh, is that right? Yeah, fun, fun thing. Okay. Like, you know, it's like, right. you know what? Like, it doesn't have to be like, you don't have to be all trench coat. And yeah. Say, I can come out and I can just have a good time. It's like a vaudeville kind yeah. of like. I think Benny Hill attributed to that yeah. or contributed to oh, okay. that quite a bit. So he had the. And then it was funny. It was more entertaining and uplifting rather than seedy or sexual. The first time I ever saw any kind of burlesque was uh, I was in Vegas. Actually, it was it was uh, Treasure Island, I think, at some sort of bar, and they had the girls dancing behind the bar, mm-hmm. and then on the side stages. But it, it, it wasn't like a it wasn't a sexual thing. It was in Tiddly. It was just like it's it was, it was nice to look at. Like, yeah. This is this is nice. It, it was it was a classy way to present that type of show mm-hmm. that I thought like. All right. Oh, look at those boobs. I'll put my yeah. pinky up no, for those that's boobs. Not, no, because that's the thing, because there's no nudity. There's exactly. No nudity. Yeah. So on that note, I would say that it takes more class and, um, like, education talent to dance as a burlesque dancer than any, like, bikini bar or strip club you go to oh, where all they're sure. doing is just moving to the music, whereas this is about creative concealing and also um, a seductiveness to I it that you just don't have. I am you know? always impressed. First of all, I'm not allowed to sit in on any of the rehearsals and okay. I'm I mean like rehearsal even you can yeah yeah, oh. so it does get a little nerve-wracking every now and then because uh, things will switch around all the time for an MC anyway um, uh, shows will be will be switched around or, or acts will be switched around something will be taken out and put back in or we'll have a guest performer at the last second uh, many times I might not even get like a lineup about 40 minutes before the show okay. and you're just like okay here we go let me go up on stage and, and, right. and do this uh, no preparation it gets a little little nerve wracking but yeah, uh, I can't imagine what that's like yeah you know what? <laughs> But also, without seeing, <laughs> without seeing the artists or anything prepped, so you're just getting a small blurb on what they are? Because, I mean, you have to hype them up and introduce them. Yeah. I mean, you're giving yeah. the, you know, the... And, yeah. and so, yeah, I, I definitely get that. There's some girl in some costume. Exactly. You have to be familiar somehow. I mean. Well, yeah, and, and a lot of our performers, you know, they're regular performers. 
Uh, we are a big community. There's a lot of different venues. There's a lot of different shows. But a lot of us, we all just kind of move uh, and perform with other other venues. Uh, so, you know, Peep Show and, and What the Fuck and... and uh, 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 all of a sudden, you, all, of them, all, all of the yeah, other ones. All of the, For all of the all of our, our dear friends in the burlesque community, who I cannot think of at the moment, and fine. I apologize profusely. That's fine. It happens to sometimes. <laughs> yeah, alcohol. <laughs> the cause of solution to all but of life's problems. They're uh, they put so much incredible hard work into making their own costumes and oh, wow. choreographing That's their own. Zone. That's really impressive. Mm-hmm. And everything has to be just just perfect. Uh, there's a in, in the cosplay community. There's a, a a group called the Geek and Sundry, which is the same mm. kind of concept. They they they, they custom make all of the costumes mm-hmm. for themselves, and they have booths at all the comic cons where uh, they even I think do some repairs to some of these costumes. But a lot of that stuff is very detailed. It's also very specific because everybody's built differently. So mm-hmm. depending on what kind of costume you want to have on, they need to custom fit it. Yeah. <laughs> that okay now that that is something that we could talk on on length because that okay. is actually yeah so yeah cosplay community uh, I work in plastics right uh, and uh, yeah I used to be an apprentice to an armor smith way back in the day is that right that armor smith even yeah, armor smith yes so you've been making things your entire life I have been in, making in different things, yep. s- settings mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. very last episode we had a cosplay uh, enthusiast yeah. On. yeah that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It is absolutely fascinating to see the evolution of cosplay. Uh, before the world of YouTube, before you could just like, I was like, oh, I want to know how to make this. Yeah. And I was like, mm, no, no, oh. All right. Well, now I'm an expert in this after 15 minutes of watching this, this video. That's how I felt when I made my, my Jon Snow costume. I, mm-hmm. I, made it, I, had, I made it all from scratch myself. I, I bought the materials. I, I the picture will have to be oh, right here. <laughs> no, that is a great John picture. Snow, that is right. a great and everybody picture. can see it now. That, that's awesome. Fantastic. But, but that was very amateur level. These people take it to crazy extreme. I kind of feel like I was like one of the very last... Of the persons who's just like, oh, so you want to learn how to do such and such, do you? <laughs> well, I happen to know of an old craggly man who lives up on top of a mountain. Right. It's only eight miles from here. Right. Who might be able to give you a tidbit of information? And I would climb up that mountain through the snow and and and, and open up ancient tomes over the libraries. In order to cross the bridge, you must answer him his questions yep. three. And and no, uh, I just Googled it. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm a little bit I'm a I'm a little bit jealous. Okay. Uh, a, a little bit uh, I was like, oh I can't believe what the kids these days. But <laughs> so at the same time yeah, at the same time, you know, it took me ten years to learn everything that I have learned, how to be masterful in the plastic fabrication, how to build armor, how to help, you know, cosplayers do what they want to do. And at the same time, uh, these cosplayers where they just go online and they watch a video and then they make something and they make something extraordinary, yeah. beautiful. And I look at that stuff and I'm like, oh my gosh, that was amazing. <laughs> and the creativity. And you did an awesome job. Yeah, the creativity yeah. that goes into some of them. Like, because you have to figure out exactly what to make mm-hmm. it out of, how to make it to like suit you or whatever. And some of the things they, they do, I'm just like, wow, that was super creative. Like, yeah. Whatever they came up with. Jen, your teammate's name. Uh, Links. Ro- uh, Links, who oh, was Rosie. here. Yeah. Rosie. Last, Rosie. She was here two weeks ago, and uh, I was asking her about 
you know, the functionality and wearing this stuff. And I was like, instead mm-hmm. of, you know, plastic or uh, it's all carved out of foam these mm-hmm. days for the wearability right. and all that. Because they have so, to move, you know, oh, yeah. they have to walk yeah. Yeah. and wear it without being squeaky and leather and like all this stuff and just being super hot. But so not only was I impressed with that, but uh, when I went to WonderCon last year, which has also come up in a couple weeks, Very soon. Uh, this cosplay person made a Maleficent thing. And she was telling us how okay. it was out of turkey feathers and mm-hmm. non crow feathers. And all the feathers were what? put the right way on it. I was just so impressed. Does she have a day job? I mean, no, I, I, mean I, don't, <laughs> I don't think I have the time to do this. It was unbelievable the amount of work that went into mm-hmm. her cosplay. I was just like blown away. Yeah, turkey feathers all facing the right way for these like wings that were just like, yeah. breathtaking when you look at them. Wow. Because when I did the whole John Snow thing, it's like, I mean, it looked good, but I can't wear it for more than like 10 minutes because of all the goddamn leather. It's too hot, it's sweaty. Right. The wig, even, I can't even handle it. I would wear, yeah, I would wear suits of armor, you know, over yeah. at, at a convention or something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I look great, but it's a suit of armor. <laughs> <laughs> You know? That's a wasting wind point. <laughs> yeah. Quick, take the picture. <laughs> take the damn picture for God's sake. Because they would pose you and like, oh, this is great. I love this. Could you stand in this position? Sure, no problem. Right. Okay, hold on one moment. Hold on. Oh, the lens cap's oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, wait, no. Oh, that was a selfie. My bad. Wait. All right, next one. Okay, let me, let me do it. Let me do one with Flash. I'm like, I'm going to die. I'm going to, before I die, I'm going to kill you. Take the damn picture. <laughs> no, and I totally got it. When I was at uh, uh, Comic-Con San Diego last year, I was like, oh, my God, that's so great. Aquaman, Wonder Woman. Can I get a picture? I'm like, I'm way too tired from wearing the armor all day. We're just, like, relaxing right now. I'm like, oh, totally fine. Like, take yeah. it easy. Relax because yeah, that looks like a big headache to like wear around all day. People just saying like, "You look awesome. Let's take pictures," and you feel an obligation to. Do you remember when that T Rex outfit came out? Or <laughs> So that was like big with like roller derby people too. Like oh, they put it? skates on and they oh. have that T Rex outfit. Yep. And it, just the functionality of it like wasn't right. so great. <laughs> so they'd be skating around and you know it comes with like a fan to blow in there. Yeah. But you still get sweaty as hell, I guess, because like these girls right? did. Yeah. Like that. And then some of them, the, the fan would go out and they're like, "Fuck, dude." Oh. And like they'd go and do a trick, and I know that took out like at least two of the T Rex uh, costumes. Oh no. Like they, they just they jumped. Duct tape. I need duct tape. Where's that patch that came with it? You get like camel duct tape now. Maybe you can get reptile skin on the duct tape. Right. I would be surprised. Patch that shit up. Oh, is that how you do it for your cosplay? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah, for you, just a bunch of duct tape. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. No, so, so this this whole blessing you do is, is it something your wife's involved in? Yes. So Blanche Bourgeois, who is the producer of uh, Hollywood Jane Review, okay. I am merely the MC. All I do is just get up on stage. She's and Hollywood say, Jane. Uh, yes, so she okay. started Hollywood uh, Hollywood Jane. She started it. Uh, actually, started up in the Bay Area. Okay. Uh, and uh, then we brought it down to uh, to Los Angeles. And for a while, we were just kind of like getting acclimated and, and and so forth. And I personally kind of like missed the whole burlesque world. Okay. And uh, I thought it was pretty much you know just kind of like oh we're retired now oh well. And then one day she's like, I have decided. I think we're going to start, you know, let's, let's, let's look into doing more of the, you know, burlesque thing. Should we change it to another name or something? I'd be like, no, 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 no. Hollywood Jane Review. I love that name. Let's, let's keep it. Yeah. 
And, and uh, we started out in a very, very small, small venue, Cafe Marika. A uh, little shout out to Cafe Marika who gave us uh, our, our start. It was a beautiful, tiny little place. And we really didn't know what to expect. Uh, our first show was uh, Wizard of Oz themed. Oh, as kind of nice. like, oh, we've been blown into this new world. Okay. Oh, it cool. was a wonderful, wonderful show. And... Uh, we did not know uh, what to expect, uh, you know, how many people, and we sold out. We sold out wow. amazingly. We sold out nice. to the point where people had to stand up and look through the door. Like, they couldn't actually get in through the door. Nice. And that was really a pretty uplifting experience. Wow. Right. Uh, then we moved over to uh, Bar Lubitsch, uh, which is a pretty neat little uh, venue as well, if you place, ever... Yeah, yeah right. that is a pretty darn cool place. Uh, and Do they have a link we can on yeah. our page. Bar Lubitsch. Yeah. And then from Bar Lubitsch, uh, we then went over to the Rockwell Table and Stage. And the Rockwell Table and Stage has been very, very good to us. Uh, it's a nice, large venue. Uh, for And it's uh, right next to the Dresden. You were talking about the Dresden yes. earlier. Uh, and uh, for, for other things, they have uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, I love <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Yep, Jeff Goldblum. He plays the piano there. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> that is, oh, wow. yeah. Okay. And so, yeah, I get to be up on a stage. I have never actually seen Jeff Goldblum. Oh, man. He, uh, 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 he finds a way. <laughs> he's a, he's a very to avoid, he finds a way to avoid me. <laughs> <laughs> I will get you, Jeff. I will get you. It will happen. <laughs> Well, eventually you just got to be a fly. (laughs) So we have a Jurassic Peak show, and it's just like one day we will have Jeff Goldblum come over in a trench coat and a hat. I'm just, I'm just here to, uh, I'm just, I'm just here to see a, to see a a show. Uh, 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 Show, uh, which am I called? Show. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, good stuff. Mm So, okay. Uh, what was that like? Oh, you want to ask a question? I didn't want to interrupt. No. No, All right, fine. <laughs> so, working with your with your wife then at, at a burlesque, does that cause a challenge? I imagine they'd be like. So, at the very beginning, I decided I tried very very hard. Is that she is the producer, okay. and a lot of times, uh, when you have like husband and wife. And you know, one is the producer, and and so it's like, oh well, you know, sure, you know, like your your spouse gets all the favoritism, okay, you know, it's like sure, he gets all the special treatment or whatever. I oh wow, I didn't even think about that part of it. Yeah. I was just thinking about the being surrounded by women. Oh, <laughs> that yeah, oh no, no they <laughs> could. My mind went too. <laughs> they personally could care less about that. They're like, oh, yeah. crowd's here now, whatever. <laughs> But I wanted to turn to to Blanche, and, and I told her, uh, "Look, you know, I am, I am your 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 cast member, you know, okay. and I will follow your rules. And if it needs to be done a certain way, and you don't like how I'm doing it, just tell me. Or, you know, heaven forbid, I am just you know not up to snuff or whatever, and you need somebody else, then you know, like y- you can cut me. That was probably um, a lot more conducive than my approach would have been." 
you Hollywood Jane, me Hollywood Tarzan. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you went your route because it seems like it's been a lot. More. Yeah, she she is yeah. the producer. She and she does all the advertisement. She does all of it. Uh, the closest thing that I really do to really as is that I MC it and I do I do the uh, the artwork. So oh nice. Uh, so the the little that's flyers and that's all me. Yeah, I did yeah, all that. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. A little bit of uh, 1997 Photoshop uh, artwork there. Okay. Yeah, I bought Photoshop back in 1997, and that is it. And okay. I've been using that that version since. And we dissected this before, uh, but I mean, so yeah. yeah so it's Aliens, original mm-hmm. Aliens, Ripley, and mm-hmm. you got the original Con. Original Con. Yes. Right? Not, not the Con I don't know uh, who that person is. I, I'm gonna assume that that's um. It's Black Mask. Oh, Black Mask. Jet Li. Black Mask. Jet Li. That's Jet it. Li. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Black Mask. That's science fiction. Say James right? Old Jones, but not as sexy for Leskis. Okay. No. Uh, Simba, that's it. Okay. Simba. Yeah. <laughs> Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa, that's what, I'm sorry, I got those two mixed up. <laughs> that's okay. I confused the cyber woman for a Dalek, so. <laughs> and, and she's from Overwatch? Not Overwatch. Uh, uh, that is from Bioshock. Bioshock, uh, Bioshock Infinite, uh, and that is Blanche Bourgeois. That's right there. Was that right? Mm-hmm. She's, she's a Cyberman? Cyber uh, no, 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 no. That, uh, from, oh. from Bioshock. Oh, right Bioshock. Ah. All right. And then last but not least, well, then we have yeah, uh, Lana Antandra. So, but you put this, this all together. This is just like a nerd's wet dream. Yep. Yeah, you know, right. Composition. That's all, all I do, yeah, all I do is I mainly do any right. type of the artwork that Blanche asks me to do. Before Jen blacks out from all the nerd talk, these are also... <laughs> 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 my eyes glaze over right now. I just saw, like, a nerd's wet dream coming true right here. I'm like, But also okay. understand, all these, all these characters we're talking about mm-hmm. are, are women that are mm-hmm. going to be... No, I understand. Okay. I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. We I'm do. Not like, ooh, look at who mm-hmm. this is. Oh, from uh, the comic book, uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I feel like. He's from comic books, Jim. Comic books. Nerd related things. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, it's a hot chick in some sort of outfit. I want to get inside her TARDIS. You know, it's bigger on the inside wow. than the outside. Wow. <laughs> okay, that was horrible. Uh. That was horrible. We do have our boylesque performers as well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> is that right? Yeah, yeah. So we'll... Okay. Oh, nice. So it's equal opportunity. Yes. All right. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Do you have a flyer for that one? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, I'm just confused in life. Uh, all I have to do is uh, check out HollywoodJaneReview.com. Right. Uh, and, Which will uh, be here. Yeah. Oh, there you mm-hmm. go. There you go. Yeah. Yep, look at us up online and okay. uh, see, see some of our uh, burlesque and boylesque. Performers nice. that we oh, may I have. I've never heard of that term, boylesque. Boylesque, yep. Okay. I never heard that. The less either. popular one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. I mean, whatever works. It's fine. It happens just because <laughs> I had to do this for the Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't mean anything. So, Charles, uh, uh, as a kind of amateur to burlesque show mm-hmm. uh, attendees, is there usually like a headliner, or is it like everyone gets sort of equal? Credit to the show they're doing. Mm. I kind of feel that everybody gets a little, little bit of equal. There's no like opener yeah. versus a. We will have guest performers. We'll have uh, people from out of town, or we'll have somebody from okay. another venue come out and perform, and we'll give them a, a good shout out. Uh, so yeah, you know. But uh, do want to kind of feel is like I really feel that all of the performers they put in so much heart and soul and effort into their their acts. Uh, that I do want to try and make sure that everybody gets kind of like a little extra or, or okay. equal, equal. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. nobody's like stealing the show. Right. 
Okay. Unlike, so the last performer isn't necessarily the best or headliner. It just happens to be that's the way they're going up. Uh, yeah, I would say it's just like sometimes it may be just like uh, simply this is like, okay, well then, you know, this is simply our last act. Or maybe we'll have like uh, a group act uh, to kind of like, like finalize the, the, the whole show. I could see that, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, I mean, thanks for hanging out with us. It's, it's, it's been quite a pleasure. Thank you very much for having me. This was this it's been a good time, very right? fun day. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So much, so much rocking horror picture talk, which I'm excited <laughs> about. Because it's, it's not, it's not very often you can have these kind of conversations with somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish more people knew about it. I wish more people knew about it in the way of, of like the newer theater kind of way. Uh, people that may have seen the movie, they don't understand it, like mm-hmm. I did at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, I or I mean, I, I didn't but, understand it either. And twenty years later. <laughs> <laughs> When I told my mom we were going, she goes, oh, yeah, that was back in my day, too. I, I went to is that, that right? one time. Yeah. Like, and I guarantee you my parents have no idea what this is. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, and no, my, maybe anybody in my family. I don't know. My mom was born and raised in Southern California, and I think, like, she's like, oh, yeah, they used to have one, I think, in Santa Ana or whatever, and I've been right. to one in Santa Ana. I think she said her the one she went to was in Santa Ana, too, like, 25 years ago or 20 years ago, something like that. So yeah. I think it's, like, the thing to do. Sometimes, okay. like at least once in your life. It's an experience. I tell everybody at it least once you have, you have to experience it. Right. Now, uh, well, I want to. Mm-hmm. Considering what you guys have said, I definitely want to. Oh, that gets on my bucket list. You'll just end up holding just wake up with a dick on your head. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. you'll just end up holding the Wouldn't be the first time in my life. Just your typical Saturday night for Joel. Yeah, thanks so much for coming, though. Before we go. I wanted to ask, what is up with the shirt? Sorry, Charles. Oh. I mean, take the, 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 no, but I, I, this shirt's been grabbing my attention all day. Uh, what, what is this? Well, I got it for Christmas. It was uh, from my family. <laughs> yes. What is that pattern, Adam? <laughs> it's just like it's uh, tic-tac-toe on acid. Oh. But seriously, who okay. are the oh, renegade <laughs> roller girls of Tucson, and why are you wearing their shirt? Um, well, because I play roller derby. I know yes, that's, I, sh- that's shocking to everybody here. Um, Little lady killer. <laughs> Uh, I, I have a fan no. club, you know, stalk me on Instagram. Right. Um, no, this is one of the teams <laughs> that we play against. It's Tucson. They, Did you kick their ass? Um, no, they're, we, no, like, we, we go out there, they come out here, it's really fun. I'm going to oh, go to okay. Tucson this year and Phoenix. They Phoenix has a team, Tucson has a team, mm-hmm. and we're going to be traveling to them this year. And I just like to collect shirts from every single team. It's pretty cool, actually, uh, like. I fully understand that. I do the same thing. I like to collect T-shirts from places that I've been, and right. a lot yeah. of times, like I'll guest perform for another cast. I want their T-shirt. Right. Yeah. yeah. Even if it's like a lame one, you want mm-hmm. it. Like this one happens oh. to be a really cool one. Like people yeah. like notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam made ours for my team. Wow. It's okay. And oh. it's, it's almost like we can see through your stomach. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, because oh green. <laughs> I mean, because of uh, it's oh. just a pool table. It's still green. God damn. No, I love that. It's like radioactive, and you can see oh, right no. through your stomach. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't work that way. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, thank you for checking out my shirt. Mm. Yeah, not a problem. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, and also, hmm. speaking of which. March 31st. March 31st is right? my roller derby game, yes. Yeah. First, first game one, of the season. First game of the season. Um, we're doing Skating with the Stars, so it's a Hollywood oh. theme. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and um, my big emphasis this year... might be there. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> Maybe know. in attendance, you never know. Never um, know. You know, might be there for plastics or something. I don't right. know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe some skates, who knows? <laughs> guy's wild. Yeah. But, um, no, it's going to be a really cool, like, really cool thing, and you're more than welcome to come. Please. I'll mm-hmm. give you a flyer. 
will exchange. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Is Graves playing at that show? Or no, they, they can't make it to that one. Okay. Maybe, but, maybe um, future shows. Yeah. Hopefully a future show will, or a future bout, they will have a show. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe we'll just have Rocky Horror come out and do it. The intermission. Yeah. Uh, this is a one and a half hour long intermission. Maybe right. almost two hours with the, with the preamble. So we're going to start well, out I, by putting your hands on your hips. Yeah. I do have well, my one man jump. Rocky Horror show that I promote. Is that right? No. First of all, I'd be impressed by the costume changes. Yes. How fast you can make that happen. Well, how you can go from Nemo to Frankenfurter. Yeah. Especially in Damn It, Janet, you got to switch back and forth real quick. Brad, damn it, damn it, damn it. Brad, Janet. Brad, Janet, Brad. So, yeah, everyone should go check out this show. Sure. One man action. Yeah. No, but for all things uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show, is it uh, the Noir Theater? Noir Theater, okay. over off, uh, off of uh, Santa Monica Boulevard. Yes. Every Saturday night at 11.59 p.m. Yes. Saturday. Yeah. You can see me as a criminologist and other people. So that's consistent now. You're always criminologist? Uh, well, okay, so we, we do have, like, uh, like, like uh, other persons who perform. So I've got uh, Mina and Tig. They are uh, our other criminologists. Okay. So when I'm just like, I don't like your feel like doing it. Yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. but it's hard to call them understudies, really. I mean, like, in... It's Rocky Horror is not quite like your official like stage production, right? So uh, like some casts will have just like uh, like everybody is equal. So you you can have like nine uh, riff raffs and you know they just take turns, right? Uh, and you can have multiple roles. And for us over at the New Art, it, it is kind of like more of a little more structured. So we do have like you there know structure to that show. There's <laughs> Amazingly enough, Mills. Yep. As structured as Rocky Horror mm-hmm. can get. Okay. So we do have like first and second and third string. Quote unquote, I am the first string. But uh, uh, yeah, clearly I'm the most undisciplined. <laughs> <laughs> so so thank you very much. To uh, a quick shout out to to my second in command, Mina, who actually makes sure <laughs> that <laughs> that things stay in track. Uh, but yeah, we would do have like like other people who, who perform rotate. the okay. uh, rotate okay. through. And then also we have uh, March twentieth, Science Friction. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's the sci-fi burlesque. What the? I mean, come on. What, what more do you want from life? Mm-hmm. Right. It's sci-fi. It's burlesque. It's yeah. Come right. on. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a link. Two here great so tastes that taste great together. Oh. oh. Mm-hmm. That's why I sold it to her. It's your world and my world <laughs> combining. Right. He said. Dogs and cats burlesque. living together. Yeah. I'm there. Right. Yeah. I'm there. I, even, I was like, I don't even have to click the link that he sent me. I'm like, nerdy burlesque. Okay, yeah. That's true. That, no, that's the response. Do I didn't check the link, but I'm in. Yeah. Roll of Derby. Roll of Derby, nerdy burlesque. Okay. And we have the collision of worlds that would just make minds melt. That's just mm-hmm. the chaos theory. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Princess Leia on roller skates, mm-hmm. roller skating backwards into someone with an elbow. At 80 miles an hour, yeah. mm-hmm. and then you go back in time. Did you just <laughs> elbow me? Zinc. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that'd be a lot to do on skates, but I can try. No, no pressure, Jen. No, no pressure. pressure. Faith in yeah. you. Well, thanks, Charles. Thanks for hanging out so much. We appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it was a good times, and uh, make sure you go check out all the links that we have down here as well. And uh, social media, or anything you want to plug for, for yourself? Uh, for myself, I'm sorry, I'm not that important. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. But look at Brad Pitt's Instagram. Yeah, Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I met him once. Right. <laughs> I mean, went shopping for. Uh, this is the something. guy who met Brad Pitt that one time. Yeah. Yes, yes. Follow me on Facebook, Charles Eights, and uh, I was the guy who met at Brad Pitt. If you want to hear the story, 
hit me up. <laughs> Otherwise, Hollywood Jane Review. All right. And yes. he's also Ed Reed's best friend. And also Ed Reed's. <laughs> when <laughs> I, I know we're wrapping up, but but I always felt like up in the Bay Area, it's just like I wasn't Charles; I was Ed Reed's best friend. <laughs> and then and then when we, we came down here to Los Angeles, well, then I wasn't Charles; I was Blanche's husband. <laughs> so, <laughs> All right. Yeah. One more thing before we go. Uh, the night we met, I apologize. Hmm? Uh, like we alluded to, I may have had too much to drink. Uh, was, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. It was, it was, it was a good night. It was a long night. I was very excited mm-hmm. to be part of the Rocky Horror Picture Show again after a long break from doing it. Uh, thanks for still coming to the show. Nope. After right. however yeah. the hell I acted. <laughs> I tried to keep it professional. Yeah, you did. And I came you... with business card. I, I remember saying out loud, uh, this is not going to be a good impression. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry yeah. for this, but here's a business card. <laughs> yeah, when you went to the was really yeah. the key. Yeah. Like, oh, damn it. Jen picked up the slack, so it's all good. I, 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 I'm like, please don't judge this on our podcast based yeah. on this right now. Right, just because we're in a bar. Right. I mean, <laughs> don't think we'll have something. <laughs> but no, just so that you know, yeah. I'll, I'll hold your globe any day. Oh. That yes. was an honor. You, 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 are, you are welcome to hold my globe. Any right. day. All right. Giggity, I got giggity. the whole world in me. Giggity. <laughs> giggity. Yes. Yeah, thanks for now. I appreciate it. And uh, until next time, I'm Adam. I'm Jen. Hey, I'm Joel. And I'm Charles. Charles, there he is. Ed Reed's best friend. Ed Reed's best friend. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Cheers, y'all.